breaking news in this Sunday afternoon. Five-time NBA champion, former league MVP Kobe Bryant died earlier this afternoon in Los Angeles in a helicopter crash. News reports are just coming in among multiple victims. Kobe Bryant on This that- is better sports. This is the place where sports opinions collide, dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth Bianch. Joining me on this show for uh, a sad occasion, we got uh, FIFO 2020. What it do? We have uh, Nikki Ducey from the No Disrespect Podcast. What's going on? And uh, coming back uh, on the show is uh, Shelton. Hey, Black Korea. Black Korea. <laughs> <laughs> that was a delay like a month. Yeah, I sure know, right? <laughs> Processing. I was waiting on you to say Black Korea. Yeah, oh, was yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we all a little <laughs> off our game. And then we got, yeah. um, you know, joining us. It's been a minute. Um, but we got Rod. Been a Rod. minute. Woo. You talking minute is an understatement. I know. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Modest Media. What up, man? Um, yeah, man. I wish you were, Did you, you know, say, joining us. Say? Yeah, the first person. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. yeah uh, wish you would join us under uh, better circumstances, but nevertheless, it's good to have you on the show. Um, by now, everybody, if you're watching the show, you already know uh, that Kobe Bryant passed away uh, yesterday in a, a, a fatal uh, helicopter crash, along with his daughter Gianna. Gianna, did I say that right? Gianna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Gigi. Uh, Gigi, uh, along with seven others. Um, I think her teammate and their parents along with the pilot i think there's one more person that hasn't been identified yet three no it was it was i want to say it was three little girls uh the pilot and then the parents yeah so uh uh, condolences go out to to everybody and to all of them um but yeah we um it 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 caught us all off a little off off guard no one expected this no one ever expects uh Death, especially when it comes to somebody like uh, Kobe Bryant. And yesterday, um, you know, while we were here at the studio, FIFO and I, we recorded, you know, a quick little 16, 18 minute just uh, reaction to uh, the news. And, um, you know, we said we we're going to come back today and get everybody here. And FIFO did mention that, you know, he's going to try to see if Rock can come on. And he said you were wanted to come on and talk about it as well. BZ isn't with us. Uh, unfortunately, he um, has some. Something come up, so he wasn't able to join us. But uh, so he had to work. Yeah, really, yeah, 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 yeah. He had to work, uh, <laughs> and uh, so otherwise he would be here. And you guys know that um, we're all big time basketball heads on this show, and uh, and he wouldn't he wouldn't miss something like this if it wasn't for something uh, far more more important. But um, I don't know, Nick. You uh, you got the outline, so we'll, I just well, go ahead and talk to you, man. Just I just wanted to get y'all like first reactions when y'all heard the news and like after the confirmation because i know the first time i heard it like my homie was just telling me like bruh like he just kept saying bruh like mm-hmm. hella like like three i was like what are you talking about what's going on yeah uh, i'm thinking he got like a pregnancy test or something <laughs> but he was like bro kobe did i'm like what man i ain't he's like tmz reported it i'm like all right bro like they just they always trying to claim somebody whatever but then when I was just, I kept seeing, I was looking on my Twitter timeline. I kept seeing stuff, kept seeing stuff. And then, like, from the local news in L.A., and I'm like, what is going on? And then when ESPN reported it, that's how I knew it was, like, confirmed. And 
my reaction, I, I'm still dealing with it because it's like he was just tweeting about LeBron passing him up on all time list literally like two days ago, mm-hmm. right? And now he's like gone, mm-hmm. and like I I didn't know him obviously like most of us, but for some reason I, I'm dealing with it like he's a, a family member lost or. Yeah. Nah, somebody yeah, you used to know sure. in high school or something like that you was probably cool with it's just like it just mm-hmm. cuz we cuz we grew up with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up watching this man. I was having a conversation today about um the fact that Jordan for my generation was I I was able to see him play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the next generation they didn't see Jordan. So even though right. Jordan is the man on the mountaintop, right, right. They couldn't like like my son, for example, he's 13. He can't relate to Jordan because he didn't watch Jordan play. He just know the shoes. Yeah, he know the shoes. <laughs> and he hear, you know, he hear the stories. Mm-hmm. But even my, you know, even my nephew, I mean, my cousin, he's 20-something. He, he didn't see Jordan play. You right. see what I'm saying? But they saw Kobe. So everybody, including my generation, we mm-hmm. have a connection with Kobe. Yeah, he came in at a, at a really, not weird time, but like, yeah, like, like, like he was say, next. Yeah, we, yeah, like we say all the time, he's like the last of the Mohicans or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just like he came in and, and at a very vital time. You know what I'm saying? He played against Jordan. He played against LeBron. LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. He played against all of these guys. So right. the time he came in, you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. at that time in 96, like you got to think, right? Like Jordan um, was drafted in 84. Mm-hmm. So by the time 96 came around, this is when Jordan was starting to not right. fall off the horse, but you know it, it was the passing of the torch. Yes, and before Kobe in that '96 draft, who wasn't? Mm-hmm. It, it was nobody because yeah. you're talking about Charles Barkley. Like all of the greats were leaving the game mm-hmm. as Jordan was leaving the game. Right. So Kobe came in. The same and, thing happened with Jordan too, because when Jordan exactly. came in, they passed the torch to Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. The Magic's and the Birds. Exactly. And stuff they they, it, they yeah. passed so, it to so Jordan. Kobe did the same thing. Basically, and it's, exactly. it's even more direct than that because, yeah. like, you, what you're saying is exactly right. But mm-hmm. it was Magic, just Magic. Yeah. To Jordan. Right. Just Jordan mm-hmm. to Kobe, mm-hmm. just Kobe. You see what I'm saying? Even yeah. though those, you know, great players, right? I wouldn't even consider him great. Mm-hmm. He he's an icon. They're, mm-hmm. they're just mm-hmm. different. No, 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 for sure. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and then from from Kobe to LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, these players, like, we got great players in the league. We got Anthony Davis's and the other players, yeah. you know, that are great. But it's not about just basketball with mm-hmm. with these people. It's impact. Yeah, yeah. Co- Co- Kobe, Kobe had that. Look, Co- Kobe was so impactful so early on. That the man started on an all star team that didn't start on his own team. Uh, how crazy. often does that yeah. like that doesn't happen? Right, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. Kobe was super impactful, and Kobe, Kobe, and and I have to say AI too. They kind of ushered in new basketball moves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That wide crossover that got people leaning mm-hmm. one way. Who did it before those two? Right. Nobody. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? And then you add that new flair with a lot of the MJ moves. Mm-hmm. Like who who like who is this nineteen year old? Who is this seventeen well, year old? Not just MJ. He was just Frankenstein with with his basketball moves. He'll take something from Dirk. He'll take something from right. He like when from, he got older. Yeah, when well, the young Kobe was. That well, was just talking about holistically yeah. his okay. career. And, and, yeah. But see, here's the thing. We like I said, we grew up with Kobe, and what I mean by that is we saw Kobe come in as a little scrawny little kid playing with grown ass men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we watched him grow. Mm-hmm. We watched him go from being a scrawny six man who you know. Couldn't really make these shots. My brother was saying it to me earlier today. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't, he couldn't do everything that the Kobe, you know, twenty four. Yeah, eight couldn't do everything that twenty four could Mm-mm. do. We but twenty four couldn't do what eight was doing either. Right. right. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, like, we watched him evolve. We watched mm-hmm. him go from right. this potential to yep. mm-hmm. the man to you know the next phase, which was the man that was the, the elder. Mm-hmm. And the we brain. always saw it, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We always mm-hmm. saw it was was there. You know, mm-hmm. um, in his early. 
So well, before, I, I, well, hold on. before we keep going like with our Kobe stories, I want to go around the room and just kind of ask where everybody was. Like, you know, Nick, you kind of started, you know, your homie was hitting you up. Shelton, where were you? What were you doing when you got the news? Bro, I was the crazy thing is I'm I'm a I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm a songwriter and I gotta, you know, work with the team and we were in the process of doing a huge, a huge, huge project we're working on. And black one of the guys from Black Korea texted and was like, Kobe died. I'm like, who we know together named Kobe? Because mm. your first thought wasn't Kobe Bryant. Yeah. It's like, what what dude do I know named Kobe? Like, mm. who is Kobe? Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I said it to my brother. I was like, yo, Kobe died. My brother writes with me too. Yeah. And he was like, huh? Wow, and so I looked down. And this was before it was on the news. This, you know, mm-hmm. this was like instant, you know, TMZ time. So I looked it up. And like I said, I was like, this ain't true. We, we all think Wayne was dead. You know, all mm-hmm. these people have died, according to, you know, the media. So I'm like, man, this can't be true. So when when the reports start happening, the crazy thing is, like I said, it was a super important session. The session just stopped. It was like, we done. It's over. So it it was super, super. It was like somebody close to you mm-hmm. passed away. It yeah. was just unbelievable. And mm-hmm. and I and it was and it was crazy to me because everybody like I'm texting like. Homies like, mm-hmm. and not even just men, just women too who who like basketball. They talk texting me talking about some like, bro, this, this this dude gone. Like, and it's and it's in a way where it's like you could get emotional quick. And people was talking about yeah. you know saying uh you got to talk to your loved ones, make sure you, they know you you know you care about them and stuff. Like it was like it made but this is just it. a not to say he was just a sports athlete, but to anybody who wasn't a big basketball fan. To them, he may just be like, oh, I know who Kobe is because he played basketball. But outside of that, he's just an athlete. But mm-hmm. it seemed like he touched a lot of different people, a lot of different generations, yeah. differently than any other. Because we've seen David Stern just passed away, you know, not too mm-hmm. long ago. Yeah. But even then, his it don't feel the same. But we also knew that David Stern was sick. So right, at, at some yeah. point, you know, and, and, and that's the thing that when we lose people too early, right? Like like when my grandma passed last year, I knew she was old. It hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. But I knew her time was coming. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it eases it a little bit, right? right. But like Nipsey, like I, initially I took it harder because it's like, bro, like you're not supposed to get shot in the head in, in, inside your own block. Right, right. Kobe ain't supposed to die on a helicopter when with he's been child. taking a helicopter with, with his, his kid. And that killed it too. That, that's, that, that's yeah, 100%. That was the... I, that was just crazy to me that mm-hmm. his daughter, and then you see all the memes and the, and the, the videos. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, bro, like his daughter was, I understand. Like that, it was just like big news how he was talking to her on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This I just saw that. happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I sent like, that to my daughter. Yeah. And like, right. he's 41. Like, you already think, like, that's young. young, but she's 13. Like, yeah. She, like at least he had a, a life that he lived that you could reminisce about. Like with her, like she don't she even, even get she don't even know who she is yet. Yeah. And like my mom said, we were praying that they weren't on that plane because you remember initially they mm-hmm. didn't say anybody else. But I'm like, right. please. They said them. I saw a report that said all four of them. Man, yeah. it didn't even register. Well, I, I like I wait till y'all get to me. Nah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just so saying it didn't you? even just. Yeah, I'll go back to that. But I just answering your and we'll piggybacking on what you're saying. It didn't even register that anybody any other family members was on a, a plane. Right. But um. I start here though. It's 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 it's, it's crazy because um, FIFA and I was just talking about how I'm not on dead end sports. We you know we just had this conversation mm-hmm. in the studio, and um, you know, like I just don't have time. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm I, I'm into sports. You know, what I'm saying, but I just don't have time to watch it like I used to when I was younger mm-hmm. or whatever. That's like the only reason I'm really not on the show. And plus, I was producing in the early stages of dead end sports. But um, 
So it's just crazy that this situation has like forced me to come on here after we just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, I know I'm probably be on dead in sports because Got everybody you. know I'm, the, yeah. I'm a big Kobe fan. So, um, so I'll just start there. So then, um, it was after we left the shoot on Sunday and, um, I had to take my daughters to a uh, uh, birthday party, like a, a kid's function. Mm-hmm. And we had just arrived. We had just parked. And as I was parking, I think, I think FIFO, you text me. Yeah. Did you, you text me, mm-hmm. right? I texted you. FIFO text me. And I was just like, nah, I didn't, I didn't have the chance to have a reaction like you because it was like a news headline or mm-hmm. whatever. So I was like, oh, I know. This is Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was just in disbelief and I still am today. Like yeah. I, I I don't like my emotions is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like it's really like all over. I, I really still can't process it. This is the first time I'm even talking about it publicly. Yeah. I, I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't been on Instagram. I haven't been on anything. I wasn't even sure if I was going to come on here. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I just don't, my emotions, I, it's like I'm dead inside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like I don't even know how to process this whole mm-hmm. thing. And then with everything else, attached to it i'm just like yo what what is really happening right now but right. yeah fifo texts me i was in and i'm like yo i gotta go inside this kid function with this information right like i'm like i i have to go here i'm already here i've already made plans my my daughters are here they they want to go to this mm-hmm. now i gotta find a way to put on a happy face as i'm going inside this this party so yeah, it it was really weird. I'm around a whole bunch of kids and stuff like that when I got this news. You know what I'm saying? I really just wanted to be home. I just really just wanted to lay down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to lay down and I wanted to be close to my family. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't want to even think about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it, man. Still mm-hmm. can't. Hey, Still well, can't. Let me ask you, what do you think? Why is it that way for you? What you mean? You personally <laughs> what what about it makes you so like in disbelief, yeah. You um, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, it's just it's it's Kobe Bryant. It's like it's like the man. I'm a huge fan. I see like how positive he is. Like I mm-hmm. like I, we have a lot in common. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it's just like when you think so positive, it's like how could something like that happen to somebody that that thinks so positively about mm-hmm. life? You know what I mean? Right. Like. You have so many people in this world that think so negatively about things, but this man ha- puts a positive spin on everything. He mm-hmm. works hard at what he does. He he looks like he looks like a family man. He looks like a guy that loves his kids, his yeah. wife. I mean, he looks like an ideal. He was the example. Yeah, yeah. example of someone good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when um, was it wasn't uh, Princess Diana? Was it yeah, was it yeah. when she when she when she passed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like what? Yeah. Princess Diana? And she was young. Like it was like what? What what is happening? And right it's now? the tragic death that's a yeah. part of it. Yeah, too. and that too. It's, it's like, like on a mm-hmm. like you want somebody like Kobe Bryant or, or somebody that you know have done good in this world. I, I mean, we know he done he's done things, but we talk like think about somebody that's just done been perfect and they die like that or whatever. Yeah. We want to see them like die on their deathbed and yeah, and, and they as an old person. You know, like like I always thought Kobe was gonna be Bill Russell. Bill Russell yeah. be yeah. around the game. Being there at finals, being I used, there. Yeah. Up. I, used, that's, I used yeah. to joke about the beard. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was starting to the get to that beard. point. And, like, yeah. and, and you saw, like, his, to me, the most interesting part of his career was what he was doing. 
like mm-hmm. after he retired, because yeah. like he got the Oscar for that right. short. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He, he like, was he was becoming the, it, it, he, he, he was, was more open. Yes, and, and we got to see the parts that made Kobe who he was right. because when he was playing, he was callous, he was mm-hmm. cold. Yes. I don't give a damn about anybody else. If you got to, exactly, yeah. he was a villain. He embraced it. Right. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because um, look, a snake isn't a friend. Yes. Mamba, that one of the most. It's that's not a friend. That mm-hmm. that bro, I'm gonna kill you on this court. Right. And I want to take it to a different perspective when it comes to Rod. So like me and Rod got like major history you know what i'm saying like we um shit bro like i've I known you going on you know like 15 plus years now and when me and rob first met like the reason why we bonded was over basketball you know what i'm saying and i could tell you the first moment that that happened so his now wife naomi um she was in a situation where she was trying to purchase her home and um i think that everything was going according to plan and i think we were celebrating her birthday Okay. Right, and we went way the hell out there in Gwinnett somewhere. Um, it was like a Dave and Buster oh, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was crazy because <laughs> I actually met uh, or I saw like a childhood friend there yeah. that that Naomi knows, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, like this is crazy." crazy yeah. But but in there, you know, Dave and Buster has like a real regulation size rim and yeah. basketballs, and I was shooting. I was you know I was killing. You know you know yeah. how I does. Mm-hmm. And Rod was like, "Oh, you hoop?" And I'm like, "Nigga, you hoop." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where it started. And obviously we worked together. So yeah. like after like a week or two after that, yeah. we started we created this thing called Big Ball and Friday. And we was balling hard. Don't 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 yeah. now play that 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 day. Because we was young. Bro. Oh yeah, we, no, we was going in. We I, I, going I took off I, I took off my long shirt. Yeah. 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 I took off my stuff. Yeah. Yep. Like, it, we it can get serious. Yeah. You know, it gets serious. I caught cramps. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. No, we I caught I literally caught cramps. We went hard. We went hard. It was like we was hooping inside of Dave and Buster. Like it was the craziest thing. But once we actually got to the court, you know what I'm saying? And, and just getting to know him more because like at this point in time, I only known him like a couple months. Mm-hmm. So getting to know him more, um, you know, like Kobe was his guy. And when I tell you that this guy's a lockdown defender right here, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It made sense that Kobe was his favorite player mm-hmm. because you know, y- y- y'all hear it, and, and, and Nick and his boys always be talking hella shit. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm setting a, up that match, by the way. I, I, yeah, yeah, we are. Happen. We are. I'm a point yeah. guard's point guard. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you give me four trash players. Even if we lose, we're going to be competitive. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I raise the, the, the level of play of everybody around me. Mm-hmm. Anytime he played on the opposite team, it didn't matter <laughs> if there was somebody bigger. <laughs> it didn't matter if somebody else was killing. It did not matter. He guarded me because he was like, look, if I shut, Him if down, I can slow I gotta, you down, I gotta kill the head, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta meet him at half court. Yep. I knew what all I had to do to 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 make it harder for yes. him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because if I let him get past in in the half court, oh, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They gonna score. They 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 gonna score. Yeah, we was gonna get some. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. like I, I tell you this, man. I've played a lot of basketball. I played against a lot of people, friends, and people I don't even barely know. But Rod is definitely one of the toughest people that I've ever had to play with or against mm-hmm. on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like that Bamba mentality. Oh, that man has it. Yeah. And, and I'll put it to you like this: like you you've known him for a little bit now. That now you're part of the Dead End Sports um, family. You've known him a little bit. Obviously, me, Ken, and Rod <laughs> known each other for the. This man is the one of the most gentle people. Like I've never heard him raise his voice. I've seen him raise his daughters. I, I I've seen him in precarious situations, and he handles himself. So, out of almost everybody I know, I think he has the most grace out of everybody I know. I'm not even, bro. Like, and you know that. Like, I, I be giving you all those type of compliments. Just over the years, like I know how much of an impact Kobe has had on yeah. his life, mm-hmm. and not just from the basketball court, but outside of that. And like too. I said, I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it until this moment. Like, dang, man, I wow. Like you've adapted yeah, a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it's crazy too. A couple of things about that is one, he was immortal to a lot oh, of people. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't see death for him. Right. He Nobody looked healthy. Saw it. Yeah, he looked yeah. healthy. He's and, in good shape. It's like, what? Yeah. And you know what? Um, Nick Wright earlier today made an amazing point, right? Like when you look at the history, we're, we're talking the entire history mm-hmm. of the NBA, the entire history of the NBA. There's only two before Kobe dead MVPs. Mm. One, Will Chamberlain, mm. right? We, we know. And then he was in his 60s when he passed. Mm. Right. And then the other one was Moses Malone. He was also mm. in his 60s when he passed. Right. Every yeah. other MVP is still alive, including Bill Russell. That's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. So, so, so when you put that into context, Kobe, like this is way too early for Kobe. And it, yeah, yeah, man. And, and that's what I was thinking too, like putting it into context, which like you were saying, when I, uh, I saw um, uh, Jerry West. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, this Super man emotional. is 81. Mm-hmm. Kobe was forty one. This man is half like yep. half Double. his age. Like like yeah. du- like like and, and talking on about him passing. It, it it was just like the most bizarre thing I yeah. saw. And Magic always called Kobe like the greatest Laker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's always, always heard that. Yeah, and, and well, you know he's a salesman, so <laughs> well, Sheldon, I know he yeah. believes it, but I'm just saying. Sheldon, yeah, you yeah, brought yeah. up the point where like this is like probably one of the worst sports tragedies mm-hmm. ever, 100. or something like that. Yeah. I was thinking like there. when. When Magic came out on that press conference and said, I got HIV or yeah. AIDS, mm-hmm. and I got to quit basketball, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, wasn't that a moment, too? Like, it was people, not like this. People it thought was. like he was going to die like very soon. No, right we, after. Did. we did. You yeah, did. back then, AIDS was death sentence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. And we, this was Magic Johnson. Yeah, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Before Kobe. But even there? with that, though, we have a chance to prepare for that. Mm-hmm. This man yeah. has come out and said, I have HIV, which can end up in death. You know what I mean? But this just happened all of a sudden. Yeah. Stop of a finger. Like, I, I just did not believe what FIFA was sending me. I was just like, what yeah, is yeah, happening? Yeah. Like, and, and, and you know what? And I didn't know what your plans were, and I didn't mean to like mess no, it it's, up. No, it's fine. But, but it, out of everybody I know, yeah, you yeah. are by far the biggest Kobe fan. No, so I was like, so I knew this, so I had to share it. No, and, no, and, yeah. And I know the people that in sports, they kind of know, so right. I kind of speak for Ken and myself a yeah. little bit. But um, like where we were, we were here, and um, we finished shooting – and the low mid podcast started to shoot their podcast. And in the middle of their podcast, like I was telling Shelton mm-hmm. before we got on the camera was my wife. If she needs to contact me while I'm shooting, she'll text me. Mm-hmm. So when she called, I'm like, okay, what mm-hmm. the hell is this? You know, this, right. is, this is not normal for her. Yeah. So I took the call outside. And when she told me, I'm like, Kobe, who she's like, Kobe, Bryant. And she Same was, she was I crying. Said. You know what I'm saying? She was Kobe. I'm like, yeah, what? Like, nah. Mm-hmm. So she started sending me the articles and I was like, yo, this is nuts. So at that moment, the first person I talked to was Ken. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, Ken, like Kobe passed. He's like, huh, whatever. And as soon as he, like, he started to kind of gather his thoughts, his wife called him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he took the call outside of the studio as well. And then I told the Low Mint podcast and they, yo, like their reaction was crazy. Yeah, man. y'all got to listen know? to that uh, yeah. live. I left it in. I didn't take it out. Y'all can uh-huh. actually hear them react to the news. And, 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 and I was wondering if they were here when they, when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And, and I had, like, I, just, I, felt, I, com- I felt compelled to tell any and everybody. Everybody. That was, yeah. I had to, um, I had to, like, I to your point about him being a Kobe fan, like I had to call Rod. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and, and I called him and I, like, we didn't really even say much. Right. <laughs> it wasn't nothing to say. When you called, I didn't even, I already knew. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't even knew. say hello. I didn't even say hey. And yeah. then I was like, bro. <laughs> Yeah. I, you know that's the crazy part about almost every conversation that I had regarding Kobe is like as soon as you saw who it was calling, yeah. you already know that what they was calling for. It was yeah. like, um, it was like, and I'm sorry, I had to step. That was my mom that called, so I did, I uh, take that call. Yeah. 
um, especially after everything that happened. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, it was. It, it, I felt the same way when when Nipsey passed. Like mm-hmm. I, I had to call Ralph, mm-hmm. you know, because I know he was a big fan, and mm-hmm. you know, in certain situations, like you know, I'm I'm you know, we we talked on this, the Mike Stallone about mm-hmm. calling versus texting, whatever. Situations like that, man, it's like, nah, I just, I got to yeah. talk to my brother, man. Nah, for sure. You know, because I, I realized that, you know, I, me, I don't have anybody like that that I'm going to stand for like yeah. that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine maybe Wade, if Wade was to pass yeah, or yeah. something like that. But I used to like uh, Clyde uh, Drexler. No, no, not Clyde, but uh, Akeem. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Akeem. But I thought you liked, um, uh, ah, man, Tracy McGrady. Oh yeah, that was yeah, your yeah, guy. Yeah, that was yeah, your yeah. guy for a but, while. But but it, it's, it's to your yeah, point. Yeah. Like you, you're mm-hmm. you're prepared. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't come as a shot. Like we were just getting used to the new Kobe. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. for sure. And and this was reminding me very much of kind of going back to what you were talking about. Like when everybody found out, you obviously think Prince. You obviously think MJ. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, yeah. um, speaking for most people, mm-hmm. um, the world stopped. Yes, the world stopped. Twitter broke yesterday because I remember, and I remember when Twitter broke. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Twitter wasn't working. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I remember when you because FIFA, you asked like, where were y'all at? Like, I remember where I was at when I heard Michael Jackson died yeah. and Prince died, and mm-hmm. and it's like those things is like again, these are people that I don't even know, not related to me in any mm-hmm. kind of way, but they've impacted my life somehow, some way, right. tremendously. Like I either grew up listening to them or watching them, and. But, yeah, Prince was the, the last one. Yeah, it was. Kinda, yeah, but Prince it, was the last one. It still didn't one. have the same effect, though, did it? What? As, as Kobe. Kobe. For you, did it? No, I feel like Kobe's is a little bit more deeper because more people were within this. It wasn't just mm-hmm. one person. It was like, that, yeah. it's a tragic accident. And then all of a sudden you hear about, like, I'm I'm thinking more about his wife and the rest of his kids yeah. right now. than. Mm-hmm. And again, with Prince, because um, Ken and I were at this last concert, um, mm. like, um, he was he was older. Yeah. One. Second, we knew he was sick before because he had missed the show that the initial show we were supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He missed that one because he was sick, and so he came to this one, and he looked he looked like he wasn't in his tip top shape, but he he still performed his ass off. You know yeah. what I mean? So when when we heard he was sick, it was like okay, that that still kind of prepared you a yeah. little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? So. When I heard he actually died, I was like, oh, snap. So I, I instantly thought about when he was already sick. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the concert he was at and like how he was just – he did like eight encores mm-hmm. or something crazy. Right. So, yeah, man. So I was just like, man, like it, it wasn't as a shocker. It still was sad, mm-hmm. obviously, right? But it wasn't as shocking as this. It, it wasn't. It was – It was. It was as shocking for me okay. uh, only because we had just been at the show. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, What? Yeah, and was. you think about what could have been. I think what, what, and this was like, um, like the day after. Like I was just talking to my wife. I was, I was getting Man. ready for her that morning, and I was on Twitter, and I was just talking to her about Kobe, and just how I admired how he went into his retirement with grace, and how he's mm-hmm. reaching back, and how yeah. he's celebratory of LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't have to do any of that, like to congratulate LeBron. Right, and we were just talking about just. Him being mature yeah. and you know um, a competitor on the field, mm-hmm. but a brother off the field. Yeah, and um, we were just talking about Kobe. Yeah, he was saying the idea of that is juvenile. Like, why would I not big this guy? Why would I right. not want him to push the game f- further? Or, or, or even, you know what I'm saying? Even, go, ahead, bro, go ahead, but but you know, like it, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting because I think that he was the first of the modern era to actually do that. Because mm-hmm. when you look at Michael Jordan, he 
he didn't necessarily he still doesn't embrace he's reluctant the, uh, he exactly like he doesn't give everybody their props do you mm. see how he still talks about lebron like who the other number 23 like yeah. he he just he he his, doesn't his, embrace his pr people he, write those tweets he's very competitive <laughs> let me yeah. say but that. so was kobe mm. well, they, yeah. the way they but, talk but, about mj is like he's insane it's no 100 yeah. but, yeah. but 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 still so was kobe took a, a big page but, out of MJ's but like book. ken was saying like on the court yes off the court he'll still show mm-hmm. you love off the court mj was MJ is the same person yeah, yeah, yeah. right right yeah exactly he he I'll is and there are plenty of stories about that but q i was just talking to q uh i hit up q um mm-hmm. yesterday too and i was talking to him and i think i kind of understand a little bit more it's just a generational thing mj is from that competitive i gotta work hard i gotta get it how i live i gotta do it whatever means right i don't care who's in my way mm-hmm. this generation why it's so different for them is that it's the one thing that I want us all to be like, I'm going to reach back and I'm going to bring you with me. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what this younger generation, the millennials, that's yes. what y'all are doing. And, you know, because I'm from the older generation, I kind of look at that and be like, no, nah, y'all got to go against each other, whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of flipping my mentality and be like, no, nah, that's, what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. Cause, cause like you're supposed to celebrate any in each other's victories. Y'all yeah. talked about MJ not doing it. And I and I understand the comparison because like we're talking about icons at this point, but mm-hmm. I remember Hakeem Olajuwon, like he was helping out Kobe back in the, like, mm-hmm. you know, with his post game and he was always he tried to help out Dwight Howard. Like he mm-hmm. was one of the ones, like obviously yeah, he's he not at the back. level of MJ, but but he's one of the ones from that era that was like, I'm gonna give back. Yeah. But and, that's because Kobe initiates that stuff. He he asks questions. He like out. he went to them and like, yo, man, like you're the greatest person to do this. How and why did you do that mm-hmm. that way? Right. And I li- and I like how he also em- again embraced the younger generation too, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Like those are the mm-hmm. ones that I'm I'm also thinking about them too. Like I just mm-hmm. saw a video of Kyrie just like almost in the league, mm-hmm. and he's you know he was part of talks. yeah, yeah USA mm-hmm. basketball mm-hmm. team when yeah. talking yep. to Kobe. And it's like and that's crap. his biggest like idol at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. talking shit to you, and it's just like. Damn, bro! Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it, it, you know, just just the whole Kyrie Irving thing. Because I remember in that USA basketball practices, Kyrie was getting everybody work. But that season when they came back, you know, what I'm saying, and, and, and during that USA basketball, Kyrie was like, "Yo, I'll give you a hundred grand. Like, you can't lock me up." Mm-hmm. And then they came back in that season, and Kobe shut that man down. Yes. And Kyrie's one of those people that you can't, we, yeah. you can't lock wow. down. Yeah. And Kobe locked him down. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So that, that put it was, in perspective. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And his brilliance was was. You just transcended the the thing about Kobe that I remember the most. I was I used to work for Foot Locker, mm-hmm. um, and I won a trip to, well, yeah, I won a trip to Nike, Nike headquarters, oh, and I met so with the president of Nike, President of Jordan. The one thing that I learned from talking to these people directly was that they said that um, at this time about ten years ago, they said that LeBron his requirements were simple. He had to have the gym at a certain time. They had a special gym. As long as his gym was available, he was straight. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys would come out there. You know, they want to have a good time. They want to see everything. But Kobe, Kobe sat in every meeting. Mm-hmm. Kobe knew every number. Mm-hmm. Kobe knew names. He knew names of malls, his merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, the the president of uh, Nike told me directly, Kobe knows your mall. I worked in South DeKalb. He was like, mm-hmm. he knows South DeKalb. Mm-hmm. He knows the numbers to his your store. Kobe was so in-depth and had so many people's respect. And this was then. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They all respected him to another. They was like he's on another level. And also his knowledge of the game. I think I was reading something on the Athletic where it was like he, he was a legend's legend because he respected every generation. Yeah, like he would always big. Like he would, you could tell he was that type of dude. Like he, his home theater was nothing but 
tape of just every yeah. everybody doing everything back yeah. from yeah. ABA days till now. And it's just like he he know like you said he knew the names of everybody. Yeah. He probably could name you every uh, NBA mm-hmm. champion and, and that whole squad. Like you know, yeah. you're talking about tape. Um, I remember a Kobe story where he was talking about when his game kind of evolved and took like that proverbial next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said is when Phil Jackson came into the, into the fold yeah. and it was primarily Tex winner because when he used to watch film, he watched his, just him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Texas like, nah, you gotta watch the whole game. You're missing, yes. you're, mm-hmm. mi- you're missing the context of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Like, because if you're just watching your, your, your takes, Right, like your shots, your defensive takes, you're missing why you did certain things. Right. And that's that that, that was the genius of number twenty four Kobe mm-hmm. is that he started to understand the entire game so he can dissect you. Okay, this is what you're trying to do, this is how you're trying to do it, this is the reason why I'm gonna take this shot. You know, it, it, it was just the, the the maniacalness of who Kobe became as a basketball player. Yeah. And you saw that in his in his later stages of his career. And then, you know, I think is the crazy part, it culminated with that sixty point performance in his last game and he took 50 shots by yeah. the way he took bro that only kobe could do that you know right. what i'm saying mm-hmm. but the way because i remember watching that game and i also um earlier today you know i was watching all of the sports shows and all of that and, they, mm-hmm. and and skip bayless was talking about how you know in kobe's early career like all of those uh air balls against utah mm-hmm. who was the team w- what was the last team he played against Mm-hmm. So everything always comes full circle, mm-hmm. man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and think about that game. He didn't start that game off good. Mm-hmm. He he struggled like he did yeah. in those playoff games when he was a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he finished it off like mm-hmm. Mamba did. Yeah. And what makes him different, man, is Kobe is when talent meets brilliance mm-hmm. meets determination. Yeah. It's so hard to get those three yeah, things man. in line. You yep. got some of the yeah. talented people, most talented people in the world yeah. who don't have the competitive fight. Exactly. And that's yep. always been part of my arguments when it mm-hmm. came to and the best players and stuff. And that game, you just you just can't get that. And yeah. his you perception I mean? from the public went up and down too, but he was the only consistent. Like right. people yep. like remember early like I was saying yep. early on, people loved him or like were starting to love him. Mm-hmm. Then in the Colorado middle, Then happened. after the you know, Colorado Shaq situation, people started hating him. Right. And then after he came back with the Paul Gasol era, mm-hmm. people loved him again. It was just like he was uh, he yeah, was yeah. up and down, and you you again you saw this man grow as a human yeah. being. Nah, mm-hmm. for sure. And somebody that makes mistakes, try to you exactly. know, fix them. Like, but he was you know, always yeah. determined to be great right. at no, his. It's craft. a real story. It's a real life human story. Yeah. You know? And what hurts me is we won't get to see what he was. Well, I, we we still may hopefully see some of it, but I think he had something great in the works. Oh, one hundred percent. That's what I was saying. Like people was talking it. about, That's like. A, yeah, the way he was breaking down certain games, like what was what was this thing called Kobe's? Uh, um, this, I, I know yeah, details. Yeah, yeah yep. like mm-hmm. just hearing him talk, and then and he had a great voice for it too. Or like mm-hmm. when that that Spike Lee joint he did doing work, yeah. where he mm-hmm. broke down how he does a game. Like yes. it's just yep. there's just certain things. Like mm-hmm. again, like the I news, that joint was yep. good. I'm, yeah. I, I always rooted against him because that during his <laughs> time, I was a Boston Celtics fan because I was a Rondo. Yeah. I'm a Rondo fan. And like I always hate him because he would always get the shot off, but yeah. like you always respected him because of that's that. how I was with Jordan. Like, yeah, that's how I was with Jordan. I, I respected Jordan, but I hated him because he always used <laughs> to beat the teams that I like. Exactly, you know what I'm the Sean Kemp's of the world and all that. Man, I, I was rooting for those guys. I love Sean Kemp. It was always uh, so weird <laughs> with with Kobe, my Kobe journey, because yeah. I think about like you know we we heard about Kobe growing up. Kobe is two years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the same age as my brother. And um and I remember we heard about this kid from from Philly, and that's before we even had social media or anything like yep. that. So you knew if if we heard about yep. you, 
Yeah. Yep. You were nice. This is in Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. This, is, this yep. is in Mississippi. Meridian. Yep. This is in Mississippi. <laughs> wow. So, um, so yeah. So he came in, and you know, it, you know, you eventually see him play six, seven, seven points, or whatever his first year, and then you saw him grow and mature, and then he was very clean cut, and um, and it felt like he was putting on airs, like it really wasn't who he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was just managing his brand. When the Colorado shit happened, that's when Colorado. That's when Kobe became real to me mm-hmm. because he got rid of all of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but right after that, he started to get the tattoos. Mm-hmm. He started to dress different. He finally settled into who he was mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah, it interviews. grew him up. It grew you're, you're him right. up. You're right. He mm-hmm. grew he him became, up. He became more transparent at that yep. point too. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like, that's what Be- I love. Because when when people threaten the things that you love, mm-hmm. you're like fuck the world. I, I know what's important to me. And, that's and, on, and on top of that, like, especially like for all that I've done for basketball up to that point too, right. you know what I mean? Like and he I didn't got, really do anything. He was just playing a game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So he didn't have a lot of contributions outside right. of just being a great player. No, absolutely. No, I'm just saying up to that Colorado point, like they won championships. Like he, he was, he felt that he should have gotten more. I think he, he should have felt like he, Got more support, benefit of the doubt, and mm-hmm. people just turned. Oh, so on you're talking him. about the Shaq, Kobe, yeah, yeah, yeah. that all that. Mm-hmm. It's just like he, no one really ever cared to hear his side of the story, right. you know? Because I think people love Shaq more than they yeah, did Shaq, Kobe. Yeah, one hundred percent. Philanthropist, he was funny, all that stuff back then. So Shaq was the big lovable hero for yeah, everybody, yeah. and Kobe was the villain. Mm-hmm. So he lost from the beginning with that. So yeah, yeah, and, and, you're and, right. And Shaq was always a polarizing um, entity because even think about Shaq's um, tenure with Penny. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Penny was the quiet guy. They they yeah. had a whole, they had to create a whole alter ego for Penny mm-hmm. to be able to compete with Shaq, and, yeah. and Shaq just usurped everything that Penny was. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he came into you know into the Lakers, I and his Lakers is what changed Shaq. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 at first, you know what I'm saying? Like it was it, it was Shaq's team. He was and in, Kobe he, hated he's that. Exactly what Embiid is now. One hundred percent. Just yeah. his his personality, his charisma, everything about him for whatever reason, it just. It's just bright as hell, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. That's why him and Ben Simmons having issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what, what, I think one of the 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 Kobe moments that like my respect went out to, him. like like I, I've always respected Kobe. I I liked I I used to love Kobe when he first came in, mm-hmm. and then I kind of didn't like him anymore. But then I I started to like him again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was part of that wave that you were talking about. But I think the, the like one of the moments that solidified me, um. Was and I knew Kobe was tough, but I always thought AI was arguably the toughest just because mm-hmm. of his size. Mm-hmm. But when Kobe ruptured his Achilles, I was gonna mention that and walked to the free throw line, shot two free throws, and then walked off. Think about how many Achilles injuries we see. They out. And oh hell is, no! Come cart me. Come get me. This and is, heat, man. Come this on. is all within like a fifteen minute period. Like he ruptures Achilles. He got fouled though. He knows he got his Achilles is busted. He still goes out there. He comes I, out because he because they took him to the locker room. Then he come right back out. No, 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 no. no. So, no, so, so what happened was when it happened, he like he laid on the floor and he was rubbing it like, damn, what the hell going on? He got up. He knew, yeah, yeah. He 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 knew, but he but obviously the mentality was, hey, I I'm gonna shoot these free throws because I'm still playing this game. He shot the free throws. Then they went to the bench. He talked to Gary Vitti, which was the trainer for forever with the Lakers. They was rubbing on it. And then he still walked to the locker room. Like, he walked with a torn. Do you understand what happens to your body? Like, bro, your calf muscle rose up into your leg. Mm. And he walked. I When I saw that, I was like, okay, I, I don't think that there's anybody more mentally tough. Because that's that's a mentality. That, yeah. that's, that's Because you have to overcome 
physical pain. And just yeah, think about like how long zen shit. That is some zen shit. Yeah. And then just remember um when he had the uh the torn rotator cuff mm-hmm. in your shooting shoulder. Mm-hmm. Not your opposite shoulder that you don't use your yeah. shooting shoulder. And we know that this guy shoots with a lot of because he shot line drive. Mm-hmm. Man, like like Kobe's mentality, man, like I, I don't think we'll ever see anybody close to that mm-hmm. on a basketball court anymore. Mm-hmm. You think you don't think LeBron is close? Nope. Nah. I, I think I think LeBron is great in his ways. Mm-hmm. Um but but you know and and I said it earlier this not this year but late last year um when I came to the conclusion you know I for the for for as long as I've been saying it like LeBron was the best basketball player. But I came around and said that MJ's the GOAT because and the only thing that separates him cuz I still think LeBron when we look at attributes is a better is the best basketball player to ever play, right? He checks the most boxes. Yeah. But what separates these guys? mentality yes you know what i'm saying jordan and kobe were both stone cold killers and when you see yeah. lebron in those he's moments not he's not that guy Ky- and he Kyrie it. got it and he teases oh, Kyrie got it. and lebron teases it too because remember that boston celtics game six in the playoffs mm-hmm. when he was with the heat 45 15 yeah, and 5 he yep. just came out and started dominating and yeah. it's like all right we're we gonna see more of that yeah. and he never I, did it was always one off. i don't think they're just different players man. i don't think Kyrie has it Kyrie got it. Yeah, I is. think Kyrie is just Kyrie super talented it. and selfish at Mm-mm. the same time. Nah, he got the mentality. He got, I mean, they, they got Mamba. They he said just Kobe. Don't have the they size. said Kobe was selfish too. That's I what think, I'm saying. No, I'm saying if if Kyrie had it though, he would be able to to spread that. He's not. He's not making the people. Kobe wasn't here. able to no, spread that. Kobe wasn't either. Kobe, Kobe did bring those guys to his level. Paul Gasol. Paul Gasol was an all star by himself. He was good, but he he made he made You know you know what the difference is between Kyrie and and Kobe. About exactly. four inches. Five yeah, inches. you don't have the size. I just don't. That's I what she said. Because, because, <laughs> <laughs> because think about what Kobe said. Um, I want to say it was either early this season or last season. Mm-hmm. He said the only reason why Kyrie isn't the MVP of the league is because he's damn short. He was like he's the most unstoppable person in the I, NBA. I, I think I think Kyrie's unstoppable. I agree with that. I just don't think he's a killer like that. I, I thought Westbrook did. Somebody said mentioned that in, yeah. him in the chat. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I thought I used to I used to say Westbrook all the time. I don't know if y'all remember that. Mm-hmm. I used to say Westbrook, man. He's a physical. He's just maniacal. Like like yeah. Westbrook is like just, yeah. Westbrook plays basketball like if he was still in the hood. Yes. Yeah. Westbrook plays basketball like a defensive end. One hundred percent endless motor. I'm yep. always coming, always mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, so yeah. If if, if he could refine it more, mm-hmm. he yeah. would be more like a Kobe or a Jordan. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's he has a he's wild. Yeah, he's yeah, wild with it. The the last question I got for you about Kobe is mm-hmm. it's just the conversation when people you were talking about goats, and it's like we go from MJ and then it's just LeBron as far as the conversation been lately. Even when Kobe was playing towards the end, why was he overlooked so much? I know the the. The main reason people say is like I I know what Kobe Bryant is. I've seen better. Like I've seen MJ. Think, He's the better ver- like that's the better version of what Kobe is. I think what what his knock was a huge knock was having Shaq there early. I think those early championships they tried to they made it was Shaq's team. So I think that that kind of hurt him because he had, you know, Jordan never had anybody ever better than him on his own team ever, mm-hmm. never. LeBron the same way. LeBron the same way. They. Whereas Kobe, we know for a fact that Shaq was one. Yeah. He was two. Mm-hmm. You know, even if only for a minute. Mm-hmm. But looking back and after hearing some stuff and thinking about it, he grew to be number one. Mm-hmm. So in saying that, that puts him back on the list for me. You know what I'm saying? But but Wait, also, what, what's, what's your actual question? My oh, question is just like, why do why do we why don't why isn't it MJ Kobe Lebron? Why do we just go from MJ to Lebron? Because I, I this is this is what I think. I think it's because. He's not quite Jordan. 
is like he tried to do what Jordan did. He did do it very well. Mm-hmm. He's one. He was one ring off. It wasn't it's, it's the, not about it the rings. Boston. It's not about the rings. It's just the fact that he's just he's emulating Jordan. So it's just like we already have Jordan. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I think that kind of knocks him down for people. Because of that, and and I guess like the numbers too, the numbers, the the efficiency, some, some you what, know, what, late in his career. The only number that mm. that because I'm one of those people, yeah. right? Like yeah. I'm definitely one of those people. The only number, and, and and it's not rings or none of that. Yeah, it's that from day one, Kobe wasn't Kobe. From day one, Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan came into the league, bro. He was averaging 25, 27 points a game. Yes. LeBron day one was twenty five, five and five. Right. Kobe wasn't. Kobe had to get to that point. So it doesn't necessarily diminish his greatness, but he wasn't as great from the moment. But you know what I'm saying? Still, yeah. for me, go ahead. I, I'm gonna let you go in and out. I, yeah. No, I just think it's still weird though, and I, I brought it, it up weird. on the, on this show a few times mm-hmm. about why we don't, why they don't talk about Kobe. It's enough. weird, man. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it make really, sense. And not even weird. not talk about. It, they shit on him lightweight. Like I, I, with it, as I, far. Never, I never shit it on him. But it just, was just like I, I, I felt man, that. I spent almost a year to arguing putting Kobe in the top five versus this guy. But I, but it, whoa, so you're saying I never had Kobe in the top five? That's I, I kept talking. Check the tape. <laughs> Check the tape. <laughs> and, and, I'm messing with you. Uh, I'm about to say, no, nah, come on now. Nah, nah, all my credibility is going if I don't put Kobe in the top five now. Nah. But, but what are you about to say, Rod? Um, you were about to respond to FIFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. yeah. I always, I, I've always disagreed with FIFA on that point because, like, I always look at it the like Kobe took the road. I guess not less traveled, but more traveled. I guess because. He had to, like you said earlier, he had to play against people that were already better than him. Like mm-hmm. you said, when Jordan came in, he didn't have that competition. Mm-hmm. So I think because of that, Kobe was trying so hard to be the number one guy when it's mm-hmm. like, yo, just give it time. And it, and, it, and he's just moving too fast. He was moving faster than, I mean, he was, he was moving too fast, basically. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So so that's why I think that happened. And that and, and don't get it twisted. Like, we, start, we still saw... St- like glimpses, glimpses, oh, no, of like course. him, him yeah. checking Jordan, him taking Jordan, yeah, all of these things. So he still, we still saw it. He just did. He just wasn't the, the, the Bronze and the Jordans because of of what was our, what was going on in, in his establishment. Like you said, he didn't even start. Yeah, I know. But people thought he should have started though. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to remember that that yeah. that LA team have four All Stars. You talking exactly. about Nick Van um Eddie Jones, Shaq, and Kobe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so I I, I kind of get it. And then even yeah. you know when me and Ken did the um, the little thing right after we found out, you know, like it, one of the craziest stories, like Rick Fox was saying some years ago when, you know, Kobe was a rookie and in preseason games, you know, he would, you know, obviously a lot of players don't play a lot, especially when you know you're going to be part of the rotation. Right. Kobe didn't play a lot in preseason, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, he would have a stretch where maybe he scored like eight straight and had 15 for the game. And when he would come back to the bench, he would tell Rick Fox, like, hey, bro, I could have went for 60 tonight. Rick Fox looking at him like, Set your little, you're, like, you're 17, <laughs> what you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But obviously, Kobe always had that supreme confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think that realistically, like when you go back, right, talent is not hard to spot. Yes. We knew Kobe had the talent. My thing is, is that he just was not ready from day one. And right. to me, when we're talking about passing of the torch, right, the greatest of the great are ready when and I and, and obviously I'm putting Kobe up there. Right. But when I'm comparing them to the other ones, right? Like he just wasn't ready day one. And and that's not necessarily like a knock on him because no, he's still one of the using greatest. It as a knock, though. Yeah, you are because I I think 
I can't believe this is getting into a debate I know. like this. But, uh, it, it, it but, but I mean, why as well, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, we here. So, so again, so, so get put Kobe in a different situation. I don't think you would have saw that Kobe. I think if you put him in a LeBron situation, you put him in a Jordan situation, it would have came out a lot faster. If he would have never gotten yeah. traded. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, yeah, if he would have went to the Hornets. Now, right? Hornets. Now, you, if yeah. you went to the Hornets, you would have saw, saw the LeBron, you would have saw the Jordan a little, little sooner than I, what you're saying. I don't think because, so. I think so because he had to fight. And I think that messed him up because he was trying to fight for that position. He didn't mm. want to come off the bench. Are you crazy? He didn't want to come off the bench, so he was trying to fight, and he was just—you could see it. You could yeah. see the wheels turning. I don't know if you remember these games when he first came in. I remember. You yeah. could see the wheels turning of him tr- trying to prove, like, I should not be coming off the bench. I should be yeah. starting over Eddie Jones. You—you you could see that he—he wa- he wanted to check Jordan, like he yeah. wanted to do that. And I think that, like I said, he was just moving a little too fast. And was. we wanted to see. We wanted, and to, we see wanted to see. We it wanted too. to see. But, but in saying that, him—I was a Hornets fan, by the way. So I was hurt. <laughs> I, I, I like Hornets too. I like Larry yeah. Johnson. I was him. hurt mm-hmm. by that trade, my mom. I'm like, Vlade can't do nothing for us. I, I was yeah. sick. I, yeah. I didn't understand what was happening because mm-hmm. cause I, I knew what the potential was. Yeah. Anyway, um, I just think – I didn't think he was better than uh, Eddie Jones at the time. When he went when he went to the Lakers, <sighs> I did, did not think he should have started over Eddie Jones initially. Not, initially. 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 But we're yeah. talking about initially. Right. And, so, and, yeah. and I think that yeah. him going – I think that the fact that he did not mm-hmm. is what kind of made him Kobe. Yeah. Possibly because the whole time they, they always, the yeah, they, they always talk about his mentality. Yeah, the story's the story. He always felt like he was the underdog because nah, nah, of sure. what he, because of the way what he, he, the way through. he had, to, like yeah. I said, the, the road not less travel but right. more travel. But so, I think also with with that mentality mm-hmm. it was like he came in the league like thinking like I, I gotta be as good as Jordan. But then the situations they put him in was like yeah, I can't like, even I can't even prove myself to be as good as I'm Jordan because I'm coming off the bench. But, but, but you know that's what, why though, his shots was but, like the but, way but, he did. But but here but here's the thing, right? Like and every coach will always spin the whole starting thing about it's not who starts, it's who finishes. Yeah. And in those Utah series, who was finishing the game? He was. He was. Yeah. So so obviously he they entrusted him into situations and positions to to manifest yeah. that greatness, yeah. you they know what I'm saying? They so molded they molded him. him. So it, it, yeah, you didn't start, but bro, we 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 know what you are. We put you in the fourth quarter now. If you yeah, think but, about but, it, but you know, as a basketball player, you feel like a starter. You want to start. You don't want to be the sixth man. You don't want to come off the bench. Everybody knows that, that play ball. Like it don't. You, your coach can try to tell you that. Like oh man, you could be the best mm-hmm. sixth man in the world. You're like, man, fuck that. I want to start. I yeah. want to start, bro. I, I think and the, that Kobe's the guy that wants yeah. to start. No, I well, think the, <laughs> if he had went to Charlotte, like I said, I'm not saying he wouldn't have been great. I'm just saying his work ethic, he would have been handed it, like we talked about. And him being given something at that time, I don't think that would have been good for a young Kobe. I think it played, I think it played out the way it was supposed to. Yeah, obviously. it did. It did. Yeah. Like, I'm just chip, saying, that chip never left. I'm just saying, I, I'm just going back to what he said. I think we would have saw a different Kobe sooner if he would have, if he would, if it would have been his team. It wasn't his team. I don't think LeBron, so. That was LeBron's team. That was Jordan's team. Mm-hmm. He came into a team that was already established. He came into an establishment that already had all of these rings. And then it became like, Shaq's team. Yeah. 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 And then he had to he had to force he had he had to demand a trade. Right. And no wait, did that no, why why did Shaq leave? Did Kobe, no Kobe demanded a trade to get Paul Gasol. Yeah. I'm sorry. But no, uh, no, no, Kobe demanded a trade to be traded to Chicago. Oh, I forgot about that. Right? That was uh, Stephen A. Smith reported. Yes, that, that, that was two thousand six. That's that's I don't remember. And, they got, and and that's what led to Shaq. Exactly because yeah. the, because that whole Shaq Kobe thing started when Kobe realized like, look, I work hard, and everybody's saying that you're big, bro, and everybody like this is your team, but in real in reality, like. I'm the reason why we're great, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and men- <laughs> mentally, that's what he believed, right? Yes, right. And, and, and I and I think that they were equal. I think 
in, in ter- because look, nobody had more <laughs> first team all defenses than than, than Kobe. Like in the history it, it of the got, NBA, it got to be an equal. But. Yeah, prime, but, prime Shaq versus no, that Kobe. Uh, like, come on. Like, but I'm just saying, number. But but Kobe wasn't that far. No, no, off. no. He right. Wasn't. He wasn't. mentally. But we talking about what, the. But we're talking about the cream of the crop. We I didn't. We didn't that. know it until then. Everybody been telling this story yeah. when Shaq fouled out and what happened in the Indiana 100, game. Yes. That's when people were like nah. exactly. And then and then here's the other thing too. Um, Colin Cowherd. Um, he was he was talking about this. Obviously, everybody talked about it. But he was saying at that point in time. Like you know how they always pull NBA execs? They said the best player in the league was was Shaq, and the next and number two was Kobe. Mm. And on any given night, Kobe was the best player in the league, yeah. or Shaq was. I agree. So 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 that mentality of knowing that, bro, I'm I'm as I'm as impactful as you are, Shaq, mm-hmm. and I put in the work and you don't. Yeah, but I want to. That, that's that's gonna rub somebody that works hard the wrong way. It doesn't matter how yeah. great you are, you got to put in the work and you got to earn it. And then too, we got to look at the respect of your peers. I think that Shaq had the respect of that team. So. According 100. to the team, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it was Shaq. I yeah. mean, it's Shaq. Yeah. But, 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 but Kobe was Kobe also isolated himself when he was he number eight. He did. He isolated, you know. But I want to go, um, kind of go back to what you were saying about um, about Kobe being an MJ, basically a template, a clone, mm-hmm. whatever you yeah, want to call yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, him requesting that trade to Chicago was more of the same with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, him thinking he should have started, I told people yesterday that, to be great and to do amazing things in this world, you have to be a little delusional. Like you have to think it's like, not a little. yeah, Kobe thinking that when that story, he told me that, Oh, I could have went for 60 or I should have been starting over Eddie Jones. That's delusion. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I think when we think about why he hasn't been discussed, I think it's a couple of things mm-hmm. I think is, I think he overlaps a lot of generations. Obviously you and I, we're, MJ. Oh, that's a good point. I see where you're going. Yeah, with you and I, we're MJ. Yes. And then mm-hmm. in the middle, you have Kobe. Mm-hmm. But because he was an MJ clone, we see MJ. So mm-hmm. we're not going to give him all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right in the middle, um, there's all of these Kobe fans. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, you have LeBron, LeBron coming Kobe. in, yes. which is what your fans are now. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the middle, we don't see them as much, and the media don't talk about them as much. They don't talk about Kobe because LeBron, he put he moves the, he moves the needle, man. Yeah, yeah. He's attention. Yeah. But there is a large, a huge subset of people, just like Rod and and younger, that when they're in the gym, who are they yelling? They yelling Kobe. Kobe all day. We don't hear from them as much. Mm-hmm. We don't see them as much, and the media don't talk about them yeah. as much. But Kobe, for a huge gap. Was that nigga? Because he yeah. won a title in, every, in like every decade from the nineties, two thousands, the twenty tens. Like, yeah. he won a championship. Like, granted, mm-hmm. was, wasn't it ninety nine? They won their first title. Uh, I think that was two thousand or two thousand. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was he won one in every I'm decade. But enough. still, he he won. He he dominated. Him and Tim Duncan were the only ones that dominated mm-hmm. that two thousands era. You know, because of the and and you give most of that to the Spurs as the yeah. organization in total, but like for the LA, it was yeah. usually just two people. And yeah. I, and I think another knock for him is that um, people used to say he didn't make the people around him good, um, better, yeah, better, better. So that was another knock on, that I always did hear about Kobe. And I yeah. and, and I I get that too, mm-hmm. and it's a good point. But at this point, 
we talking about the NBA, like, these are the best players in the world. Like, why do I got to make you better? Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, especially if I do what, I, if what right. I'm doing is great. That's the that's Le- a criteria, that's, though. Yeah, that's the LeBron narrative, though. Well, well, argue, no, no, yeah. no yes, but that's that, a very big LeBron. That's the biggest point, course. LeBron. But, 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 but I just think it goes to, like, when you put on your GM hat, it just depends on how you build the team. So if yeah. you got a guy like Kobe, you 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 – you got to put guys that are independent of Kobe. They were saying it before with LeBron. Came. Okay. Yeah, they were saying it before LeBron. And and I think those years where, you know, they couldn't get past Phoenix and stuff like that, that hurt them as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I yeah. think when I say LeBron narrative, I, I know because that's like one of his superpowers. It became like, that. Okay. It became that, but it was already there. I already right. had, man, look, I've been, I've been arguing Kobe yeah. from, mm. from the but, beginning. So, so yeah, I, I've heard everything. So. But that narrative has yeah. always been there because that's he was a template of, of MJ. But that's yeah. what he's saying. But no, 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 <laughs> did MJ no, make know, people I'm, I'm better? And that's why I was. No, MJ did not. M- MJ. <laughs> so that's, okay. MJ and Kobe. So when did that, that, when did that narrative enter into basketball conversation? I think it's it, when, it always has yeah, been. It it, it it was always there. That's what I'm saying. Put on your GM hat, and you look at what Chicago did. I'm not putting on my. I'm, I'm, I can put on my GM hat to have this conversation, but I'm also putting on like growing up watching basketball no, no, I, and seeing superstars like, of like course, Michael but, Jordan. But, but but what I'm saying is, what did I just say? I said that you have to have independent players outside of the MJ's and the Kobe's, right? So you don't think Michael Jordan made those uh, role players better? I think in Michael. Moments. Yeah, in moments, yeah. I, I think he, he trusted them. He I don't trusted think he made them, them better. Yeah. But exactly, one hundred percent. So that's why I said independent players. When you look at John Pax and B.J. Armstrong, what are they? Great shooters. They didn't do nothing else, but they shot great. Mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen, independent player. He didn't need MJ. They won 60. They almost won 60 games mm-hmm. when MJ retired. What? You know what I'm saying? Jordan didn't win a playoff game without Scottie. Independent player. Horace Grant, uh, Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc. In the, they can go get their own. Jordan was there to make sure that if we got down, just give him the ball. <laughs> Everybody just do your job. But we know that we got the, 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 the big spade. Mm-hmm. In the car, in, in, on, in the got, deck, we got the, we got, we got yeah, the big yeah, yeah. joker. Yeah. And it's the same thing with Kobe. But 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 the Lakers didn't do as good of a job like the Bulls did to surround Kobe with independent players. Because look at what happened when you gave him Lamar Odom, Paul Gasol, and all of these other independent guys. Won they won championships. championships. Well, he didn't have talent on those teams, and we all know that. What? Even yeah. though they went to the playoffs, they Smush Parker, he didn't have talent. Oh, no, no, no. It, it, he had to get him some players. Exactly. But we also seen LeBron in that scenario, right, a couple years ago, go up against Golden State. And 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 that and that's the LeBron difference. LeBron is a different animal. We I have, understand we have, that. We would never see 100%. another player like so, LeBron. But no, no, no. But, but we have a whole team. No, no, we have. So it, you think it, magic? Let me, let me ask you this. You think you think Scotty would have been <laughs> Scotty without Mike? Magic? Uh I, I'll get back to that. Um I think that. Because where Michael was in the positions that he put the players that he played with, it elevated and accelerated the the everybody. Yeah, you, no, think, no. you think about let, let's flip it to football mm-hmm. during during Michael Vick era when he was here, mm-hmm. and they were you know that rock attitude stars. that he brought. Mm-hmm. They were rock stars. He made everybody around him raise. It wasn't that he you know coached them to the positions to be in that his Michael his Vick. presence. Now he was yeah. just running. That's all yeah. right. Nah, bro. <laughs> no, his presence. Nah, Michael bro. Vick's yeah. presence made everybody around him. It didn't make them better. Yeah, it made them play play to another nah. level. Look, look. Yes, he did. I, I, I they think, didn't play yes. better, bro. <laughs> Michael Vick was just yeah. Jordan on that team. Yeah, I, man, he made everybody around him. Nah, I remember that. Ronnie White dropped back. so many balls, man. Only Algie Crumpler was somebody. Yeah. But but 
talking in terms of Scottie Pippen, I think playing with MJ and getting that playoff experience, get, being put and thrusted into positions mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, bro, I'm getting mine. I need you to ball. I need you to explain Magic because Magic had a squad. No, he did. He did. But think, but think about— He um, didn't make anybody better, bro. He just fit right in. Okay, and, and, and this is where I'm going to squash that. Remember um, okay. Jordan's first championship was against who? Magic, wasn't it? And when, who was on that? Who was on that squad? Um, you talking about the end of Magic? Thank you, nigga. <laughs> no, no, because I was about to ask Sheldon. How old are you, yeah. Sheldon? About your age. He was like old enough. <laughs> old enough. <laughs> he about your age. He know that you're over or under than me. <laughs> I'm 43. But either way, because I, I so well, Rod will remember. Yeah, go ahead. Then, like, or like you just said, that was the end of the Lakers, bro. It was. I'm, and I'm not saying Jordan I, wasn't going to beat the Showtime Lakers at their prime. Oh no, 100. percent He the, could even beat the because, damn Detroit Pistons because the Lakers yeah. have way too much. And I agree. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. He, it, 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 those guys didn't need to be elevated, but we knew the importance of Magic because a diminished Magic still got to the damn finals with nobody on the squad. Uh, 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 um, Byron Scott was a shell of himself at that point in time. Vladi Divac? What? What? What the hell was Vladi doing? Vladdy would give you ten points, bro. Vladdy was well, that was it. after he learned the game, right? But all, but all I'm saying because he went to nine freaking finals. Okay, and, and, and he went to the finals his rookie year with a loaded. But roster. he had to start at five. He had to start at five to win. All I'm saying is that Magic Johnson, outside of LeBron, is the only other player that I can say can raise Magic, the game. Magic his rookie year, else. he just he just jumped on that roster, made them damn near unbeatable. I give you one year that ever that year with busted up Byron Scott that he probably that he I took think, the team still, to the final. I, I still think that all of them raised the level of the people around. Them. Well, my, my the main point is like that argument to me is just like most of the greatest players of all time didn't elevate other like LeBron. Yeah, he got Mo Williams an All Star <laughs> appearance, but that's about like that don't yeah. mean shit. Like they right. even they lost to Orlando that year. Like okay. so so to me it's just like again what. Kobe's got five championships. He's got uh, mm-hmm. he, he should have got His way more. He should have got way more MVPs, but he got one MVP and defensive player of the year. He got you know. He should have got more love while he was it's, here. It's, exactly. it's like it's like Kobe's like the people's champ in a sense. Like I see more people talking about like about yes. like, than, than, than the actual uh, commentators and stuff like that. I don't know if yeah. I'll say that because I thought AI is more of a people's uh-uh. champ than Kobe. Uh-uh. Not like Kobe. Rise not right. Like, not like really? that kind of Kobe's goes- a pe- people's champ. Like you go anywhere, people gonna be t- a lot of people like more than half the room is gonna be talking about Kobe. But you won't see that on ESPN and all that shit. This is something yeah. that Rod and I talk about all the time. There's what's on TV. Yeah. There's what's on social media. And then there's what's real in the real world. motherfucking world. Yeah. You go to the you go to the the hood the courts in, yep. in the neighborhoods. They're talking yep. about Kobe. Yep. I'm not saying that they didn't. But, yeah, but not, as much, not as much as Kobe. Because yeah. Kobe won. Yeah. Kobe yeah. won. Yeah. And Kobe yeah, won yeah, as a right. sidekick and Kobe won as the main guy. AI never won. We respect AI. We love AI. AI ushered it. AI was an icon yeah. as well because AI made it cool mm-hmm. to, uh, he brought rap. To hip, hip-hop, to, yeah, yeah. He brought hip hop to, to the to NBA. Yeah. He brought Shout out to style and rap. swagger. <laughs> the rapper, Kobe the rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He brought style and swagger to the NBA. Before uh, AI, there was no guidelines right. because AI was rocking the hoodies and just looking like hip hop. There's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. Y'all got to dress up. You know what I'm saying? AI ushered all of that. AI made tattoos cool. LeBron wouldn't have no sleeve. Um, Lonzo Ball wouldn't have no sleeve yeah. if it wasn't for AI. AI had a different type of 
cultural impact than Kobe did. But when we're talking basketball in the streets, like 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 Rod is talking about, like on the court, people talking about Kobe. Kobe. I just LeBron think looked good on paper. Yeah. He looked good for for TV mm-hmm. analytics. Analytics, yes. Everybody knows you not fucking with Kobe Bryant. Kobe was like, the eye test. Like, like yes. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, exactly. He was the eye test. Think about what I said. LeBron <laughs> moves the needle. You yes. talk about LeBron, he's going to bring in eyeballs. People are going to watch. Yeah. People are going to read. Kobe, that's what I said, man. Like, like there's like. He was like the bad guy. He was Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, he was like was the Pats. Yeah. And, and, you, and you know what? I'm sorry, I was about to make a point. No, no. Right? It was just kind of going back to what I was saying earlier. Like, when, when you come out of that world and you mm-hmm. come into the real world, and what I asked y'all, what people are saying in the gym, everybody here said Kobe. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we all heard it. We've all seen it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so they're not saying LeBron. No. Yeah. And, and it's not what, if you want to make it. it no, but, but, but it's what <laughs> Kobe represents. LeBron is better, but Kobe yeah. has the mentality to take it. But, but because it's what Kobe represents. Kobe mm-hmm. represents hard work. It doesn't matter if you're my height. If you work hard enough, you can make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, like, man, come on, man. The reason, and, and, and it's always part of my argument, The re, a big reason why LeBron is great is because he's 6'9", 260 something. Yeah. You can't coach that. Yeah, yeah. I can't work hard enough to get that, bro. Best I'm, athlete to ever play. Best like, athlete. Like, yeah, you, you, you this can't, man's you a football player. Yeah. Outside of maybe Zion now. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But Kobe, bro, I can work hard. Why do you think, like, Um, and I'm not saying that, like, this was a direct correlation, but why the Steph Currys, the Trey Youngs, you know what I'm saying, why they think that they can be great. Because they were influenced by Kobe. Yeah. Kobe said, if you have this mentality, if you work hard enough, yeah. if you're delusional enough, yeah, you can said, make he it. Said Shit, LeBron break. was influenced by Kobe. Yes. 100%. <laughs> they are, they, what, let's be real about this. What's yeah. in the NBA right now are Kobe babies. 100%. Yeah. Yes. These are, 100%. These are and, the descendants of Kobe. And, 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 and you know what's interesting? And LeBron is coming next. And that's what makes his statement crazier, that he's not getting those, that, that, those accolades. Beca- and we have clones like babies of Kobe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it's crazy. It, it, it blows my mind every time I have these conversations with people. And that's like, why, man. and we're gonna talk about him. Zion, like when we look at Zion, who do we compare him to? LeBron. 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 When we look at Giannis, we compare his game to LeBron. you know LeBron, Ben Simmons, LeBron. They big as hell. We're having the LeBron descendants coming in now yeah. because he changed and the game. So, yeah. And right after him, who we're gonna see? Who we see with Trey Young? Mm-hmm. You're gonna see Steph. Curry's come in. You're gonna yeah. see Steph. You know, so that's that's kind of just the way that the the game goes, man. Mm-hmm. These kids emulate what they see, yes. and if they're talented enough, they have the mama mentality to do it, then they'll mm-hmm. be able to do it. And if everything you know works out in their favor, that's true. Shout hey. out to Twelve Cow real quick. He said he he hasn't ever seen you this quiet, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just listening. I ain't got, I can't be disrespectful on Kobe. Not today, anybody. But, um, yeah. anybody cry? Oh yeah. I did. You did. I did. I went to the bar. Uh, I had to get a drink. Yeah. Mom, we, we just went. <laughs> you, you were you were in there like uh like like Tate from. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, come on back to my room. You, you, you know what it was for me. It, it, like first of all, is what Kobe represented, right? Like for me personally, like one of my best friends, my best friend in high school, he passed last year, mm-hmm. and one of the bonds we had was over Kobe. When Kobe was drafted, like we used to be at each other's homes. Watching Kobe, you know, I was trying to emulate Kobe and AI. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that hit me, but it, it was the suddenness of it, right? Like because, like we're never gonna hear from Kobe again. Yeah. Like the details and 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 just the openness of Kobe, and and you know like like obviously I'm good right now for the most part. You know, over today I've been okay, but then when I start thinking about Vanessa, when I start thinking about his family, yeah, when I start true. thinking. 
from from a selfish perspective, like not getting Kobe at all, the like human he, aspect, the yeah. human aspect, it's it's hard to hold back. Yeah, because like that's that's the reason why I I I didn't cry, but I can get choked up about it because it's like she kissed him and her daughter that same morning, and they you know she thinking that they coming yeah. right back. And I'm and thinking, now, I thought did she though? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like, what if she didn't? What if you so used to them yeah. coming back that you was like, All right, don't babe. wake me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. What, what if they do another stuff? Up when yeah. You leave? yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just. That's rough, yeah, man. man. What about you, Shelton? Man, that, that like I said, that, being a father and having, you know, younger kids, that that that's the part. I didn't cry, mm-hmm. but I did cry on the inside. And, you know, I was with my brother who's, you know, he's a basketball guy. He, he played ball and everything in college. And he, watching him. You know how emotional he got by it. It, it messed me up because I'm like, dang. You know, I, I felt it. Plus, I felt it anyway. I was thinking uh, today. I was like, you know, the dopest tribute that could happen is if Nike made a Mama C, Mama uh, Mama shoe mm. in tribute to, to his daughter. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be so dope. That would be dope. And I think they probably will. I'm, I'm pretty sure with the way with the amount of respect that they have for him and his family. They would have a shoe passing the torch from him to her. That would be that dope. would be dope, and yeah. I would buy it no matter what. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I would yeah. donate it. I would buy them mm-hmm. just to donate it to girls' basketball teams and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They uh they compare Luca to LeBron too. Um, what about you, uh, Rod? Man, it's weird, man. Like I said when I when we first started, is like my emotions are all over the place, and I think because of that, it's like I don't know how to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when 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 I got the news, I didn't cry. Mm. I feel like I should have been crying, but mm-hmm. I wasn't. Um, and I and that and that's been I, I, it's been family members that passed, and I didn't cry. But um, more like Shelton, I didn't shed tears. It wasn't it wasn't the Kobe accident that made me shed tears. This is what I started thinking about with myself, like me having a daughter. Y'all know how I am with my daughter. My daughters. I just had a child. If y'all didn't know that, I just had a child. I, I announced it on um. Is the mic still on? But um, I started thinking about that. I started looking at them, and mm. that's what made me just kind of get emotional. Mm. It wasn't, it, and um, um, so it was. A, it was a mixture of things. It was like me looking at my family, me thinking like, man, this is just so tragic. Even thinking about the other people that were on the plane, because mm, yeah. I started seeing the other other family members. Like, man, this mm. is just, this is just sad. Yeah. This is deeper than just Kobe. Mm. This is just a sad moment yeah, in yeah. general, man. Me being a Kobe fan, I could look past that because it's just like they got on the plane, they happy, they, they you know, you you got to be happy you're on the plane with, with Kobe. Kobe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And th- these are your last moments. You know what I'm saying? I started thinking about like the last moments on the plane. Mm-hmm. That's, I just started thinking about other things outside of what we see on TV. And, um, and that's where I'll kind of tear up. You know what I'm saying? Looking at my newborn child, like, man, I could be gone tomorrow or anything yeah. could happen. I could be gone with him tomorrow. Like, like it's just, I started thinking about that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, My daughter, like, I, I was in a, um urgent care with her today. She had, like, an earache and a sore throat. Mm. I'm thinking about it then. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. man, you know what I'm saying? Like, Something could happen now. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know, I'm like, damn. So I started getting emotional about those things. I am super sad about what happened to Kobe, but just that alone didn't make me cry. It was just everything that's attached to that that made me start thinking about stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I think um, that made me emotional. I think, yo, I think we're we're, uh, eerily similar. (laughs) Um, When Ralph first showed me, Mm -hmm. I I physically like shook. Yeah. Um. At a physical reaction, because I just couldn't believe what I was what right. I was watching. I was in shock. I was dismayed. I kept waiting for 
like a movie. Like somebody's yeah. gonna come back and say, "Oh no, nah, he survived." Yeah, and it never came. Um, and I was just out of it the whole day. Yeah. Um, I was here until like nine yesterday. Mm-hmm. Then I went home. You know, uh, first thing I always do when I go home is I, if the boys sleep, I look at them. If they not mm. sleep, they gonna run in mm-hmm. and and give me a hug, daddy, whatever. All both of them, mm-hmm. um, but they were sleep. So first thing, walked in the house, opened the bedroom, looked at them, then uh went in, made some food. Of course, you know the wife came. We sat and talked just about everything, you know that went on throughout the day. Um, she helped me craft the social media post to mm-hmm. put out there because yeah, I wanted to I make saw, sure yeah. you, you did it on every that was dope man yeah I wanted to make sure that uh, each post represented a part of what part Kobe of, yeah. was and, and I was like that is crazy like you know like yeah. you were able to attach it to frames because he had a Grammy you was able to attach it to is the mic because it's just random conversations mm-hmm. use obviously sports it's like man he's able to attach this to yeah everything yeah I, I, I really thought about it yeah, and I also yeah. wanted to also make sure that. Dead in gaming too with right. the game with the game hip hop because he 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 did hip hop yep. before. I was yeah. like, man, he attached this to everything. Yeah, like, man. that just shows you. <laughs> he could have been on any of the shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah, like, he could transcend on any show. Any that we show do. on the network. Isn't yep. that crazy, man? Like, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like people, people try to like make Kobe seem like he was just one thing as far as like criticism, but like he did so like yeah. he was a part of so much yeah. that you don't like you kind of gloss over because obviously when you think about it, you think mama mentality, but yeah. like. He was he he had a rap album. He was, he was all culture. Moesha. Yeah, like you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. he he was a part of just black culture in general, just yes. culture, and he just transcended because of the winning. Yeah, and we didn't just lose a basketball player; we lost a mind. Yes, like we mm-hmm. lost a Absolutely. brilliant mind. And I'm and I'm tripping and I'll be bugging because I'm like all of our heroes are going down one by one, and it's it's just it's that's eerie yeah. and crazy. And it, yeah, I just feel uh, the city of L. A. Like to lose Nip. And then Kobe, like yeah, I was well, talking to my I, wife about that today. You know, I wanted to make sure that um, in doing that, that I I also made sure that because it, it it I waited before I I said anything because mm-hmm. um, everybody's so quick to react. Yeah, but man, I wanted to yeah. be thoughtful and mindful. I wanted to make sure that the other families, like you exactly, mentioned, exactly, yes, were uh, were recognized in, in our statements that we put out. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even want to post anything. That that was another thing I think that kept me from posting outside of me just not know, even knowing what where to start, what mm-hmm. to say. I was like, man, I still want to know what happened. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Before yeah. I say anything, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like 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 for instance, like if you if you posted immediately, like oh man, R.P. Kobe. And then you find out like 30 minutes to an hour later that it was his, his daughter as well. Now you got to go back. It's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. like his daughter, too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, just I, I, I come from an era where it wasn't social media. So yeah, I, I, that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to post on social media. Yeah. I want yeah. I wanted to have my feelings myself. Yeah. And I wanted to just like, you know, process this. I didn't. I didn't. I looked at stuff, but I didn't post anything. Yeah, you know, yeah, what me, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Me too. Because like, if you if you go to my IG, I, I liked a whole bunch of Kobe mm-hmm. stuff, but I didn't post anything yeah. because it's kind of like I wanted to. Like, I wanted to be right in what I was going to say, exactly. right? Just like with the Nipsey thing, like mm-hmm. I didn't post. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It took me some some days. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing too, like like you know, we're talking about like what kind of got us choked up. Like today, you know, and talking with the wife because we had some doctor's appointments and things like that. Like, you know, we started thinking about those last moments, you know, because, you know, obviously mm. as, as the mm-hmm. the investigation goes on, you know, they were talking about that they were descending at a rate of 184 miles an hour, which was 4,000 feet per minute, mm. you know? So like in those moments, you know, she was like, do you think like he called Vanessa or tried to call Vanessa? And and I'm like, man, I, I don't know. All I know is that I'm not a father, uh, but I do have nieces. I have brothers. 
like if I was in that moment, like I'm just trying to embrace my kid to yeah. to try to protect her. So you know what I'm saying, like. But but I'm yeah, and and that's kind of the, to wrap up is yeah, yeah. is kind of where where I was going. Like what got me this morning, I didn't cry, but I kind of you know I got choked up. I kind of started to tear up a little bit. Was watching first take mm. and how emotional they were, mm-hmm. and um and how I'm I'm a bit of an empath, so how all of them loved and adored the man and had a way closer personal connection mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. than I did and the pain that I saw and then I felt. Doc Rivers, oh my and God. And Doc Rivers broke yeah. down. And what what got me was what Stephen A. Smith said about Kobe's love for his daughter. Mm-hmm. And when you said that about your kids, and I was thinking about like me thinking the same thing, he said he know that if Kobe could have given his life for his daughter, mm-hmm. he would have. And I thought about me and my sons, and mm-hmm. I thought about – if that was me in that helicopter. Yeah. And that was the moment that I was like, whoa. Yeah. Because it became human to me because and I was talking to my wife about this. When we think about, we didn't have social media. Mm-hmm. When we saw Jordan, Magic, Bird, all of these guys, the movie stars, they were like comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were like novels if you read. They were larger than life. They were superhero. They were, as my wife called, we just watched Godzilla. They were the titans. Yeah. They were the gods. What social media did was it kind of uh, removed that veil. It kind of mm-hmm. broke that. And we saw them as human, but now we can touch them and say mean things. And, um, and you know, to, to kind of see what, you don't think they could die. Right. And then just like that is gone. Or if you Or if you think they do die, like it's like the storybook ending, right? It's mm-hmm. like they're like Rob was saying, like they're like eighties plus right. on the deathbed, surrounded by right. family, friends, and loved ones, and we are prepared to be like, all right, Kobe's gone off to yeah. you know he lived a long life and all mm-hmm. that, like David Stern, how yeah. you said earlier, yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, and David now, Stern, yeah. but like when it happens, like on a random Sunday when the Pro Bowl is going on, and it's just. The and Grammys, just, yeah, every, the, the, the Grammy, and, and just think about how full circle that came from oh, Kobe God, and Nip. He was in, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like like that yeah. connection. But um, ah man, there was something that you just said. It just threw me off. Uh, say say what you just said again. Well, basically, like it, it just happened randomly, like out of nowhere. Oh yeah, so you know, um, the the, the spotlight was back on Kobe because LeBron just passed him. So yeah. everybody was talking about Kobe and LeBron and the Laker Nation and all yeah. of that stuff. So people like 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 ever since Kobe left. We've been talking about Kobe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because of all of the things that Kobe was doing, especially with his daughter yeah. um, starting um, that academy and how he's been a coach for his daughter. Yeah. And then you, you're starting to see all of the little um, gifts and things where Kobe's breaking down the game to his daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, so They just started coming back to the game. Exactly. So, they just yeah. started coming back. So, so, you're, so, you're, so Kobe was in the spotlight. You know what I'm saying? Kobe was highlighted. And then even though it was a random Sunday, we've, Kobe was on our lips. Kobe yeah. was in our mouths. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Last for night. him to be just mm-hmm. gone just like Man, that. Man, you see the clip when he was with his daughter and, and they were, I think they were barefoot and she was like pushing off on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was teaching her the game yeah. in, in their home gym. Yeah. Like going between the legs. Yeah, man. So, like so, that's tough. Hey, think about it though. What if it had happened Super Bowl Sunday? How mm. crazy that would have been. You know what I'm saying? Because Nothing trumps the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Biggest sporting event every year. Yeah, but oh, it, 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 it would happen. It, yeah, it would. It would. It yeah. would have messed the whole. It would. It yeah. would shut it down. Uh, so we got. We I do want to uh, get you guys thoughts on the Super Bowl and then uh, uh, talk briefly about Zion and then we get out of here because um, we want to kind of do mostly this about um, uh, Kobe. Yes. Um, what is if you guys can remember? 
your favorite, um, if not favorite, one of your favorite, because I know we have multiple, uh, just one of your favorite Kobe moments. Basketball-wise? Bas- it could be anything, bro. The first thing that comes everything. to my mind, man, is when he did like this with his, with his jersey. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot. I don't know. I can't remember what game it was, but it's, it's the iconic one where he's just like, look. Like, is that the just, one where he's standing on the uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the table? I think or are you so. talking about the one where he – it seemed like Not he that one. Oh, Not okay. now. It, it was like he was just he was just in a moment, man. He just yeah. he was just shaking his jersey. Like, I, I can't remember who he was playing. I'm sure somebody in the chat knows. But, like, yeah, man, that, that probably is like – I remember when that happened. I was like, that's going to be a poster. Mm. I knew that was going to be a poster. For me, I thought you were going with when he won his fourth title without Shaq. And he, I think that's when he stood up, stood up uh, – on the, the on the table, and he was just like he had the hat on and everything. But that's too to be expected. Like well, like that, like championships. It's like you know that you're gonna get that moment from the like the Jordans of the world. All, you know you're gonna get that moment. But it was just something about this moment that happened in a. I don't know. I can't remember if it was a playoff game or it was just a regular season game. But he was just like fierce. I was like, man, that's gonna be a true representation of of what Kobe is like yeah. that fi- like man it, it just that fierceness man like I was just like yo like that's a moment remember he had the face remember the face he used to make like the little snark yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I'm saying that? I think I want to say that was like one of the first times he did it yeah I want to say when he just really was in it y- y'all don't even remember this huh Mm-mm. I don't hold on man I gotta find it hold on. mine is a little off the beaten path but I don't know if y'all remember when, when Matt Barnes oh put yeah that ball in his face and he didn't move mm. Mm. That I mean, we can go to. He has a million moments, but that one in particular, I was like, that dude ain't human, because <laughs> there's no way, and he didn't react. He didn't react at all. Because it's one thing not to flinch, but it's one thing to like react. Like, man, what the f-? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he didn't. He yeah. was just right there, like, and, and then and then that was a moment where if he had flinched, that would have been like, what's the movie where he's like, why you flinch? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been one of the moments where he would have been made fun of by Matt Barnes, probably the rest of the, the game. Yeah, but. In that moment, he was a stone cold killer, yep. and it was like there's nothing. He was just you, rocking too. He yeah, just, he was like, "There's nothing you can do to me," and I'm like, "Man, that's just that's not human." Yeah, yeah. So that stood out. So my moment is. Oh God, I found it. Hold on. I'm sorry. It was this moment. Oh, I do remember mm-hmm. that. I, I don't remember what I remember the uh, that. I don't know if nobody if they can see it. Can they see that? It, well, yeah, yeah, they can see it. yeah they can see it's it. that moment. I remember when that moment happened, man. I was just like, man, that's a poster. And then I saw it. I was like, I knew it. I knew it, man. I, I forgot what happened in that game. But, man, he was going crazy. He was just like, ah. You said so, yeah. Huh? You said yours. Nah. The, the Achilles, right? No, nah, that, that's a moment that, yeah. that that made me realize how tough he was. Because, again, when you watch every other Achilles injury, that per- they out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they not standing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, now nah, my moment, my moment is tied to my current wife. Um, so it, it, it's the craziest thing. So, um, my wife was born December 7th and when I met her, I met her October, I, shit, we've been together so long. I can't remember the year. Yeah. Yeah. I've been together with her for a minute and, um, it was, it was the same year that I met her. Um, you know, she had other suitors at the time and you know how, what it is when you date and she was having a birthday party. And I remember that she invited some other dudes that she was talking to or whatever. <laughs> and, um, it was a bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was no bachelorette, but, um, you came out the cake and shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, but I was in the lineup. 
uh, I, I, I was I was in the lineup, and um, I'll never forget um, the Lakers and the Heat were playing that day, oh, and this wow. was before like you know like when we still had three G, so you know the internet wasn't all of that. Mm-hmm. You weren't really watching real time what was happening, but you had scores and updates. And I remember um, while we was at her party, I was watching the game, and this was when I, you know I was throwing a little salt Kobe's way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm not always gonna say that I was always like the biggest Kobe stand or anything like that. I've always right. respected him, but I always threw salt there. Yeah. And you know, this is D Wade's prime. The, the original Salt Bay. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and this was D Wade's prime. And I remember the game was really close. So, you know, I was at her party, but I'm over here watching the game. Mm-hmm. And they were going back and forth. And I remember um when I left, I'm looking at the box score and I'm like, yeah, the heat about to win. And all of a sudden, it updated, and the damn Lakers won. And I'm like, "How the? What the hell? Like, what? Like, really what familiar. happened? Wait, hold on. So once I get home, you know what I'm saying? I watch Sports Center, and Kobe had the craziest one footed three point shot over D Way with perfect defense. Really, people? Why you got to do it? It, 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 it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with you. But when I saw that, I was just like. This motherfucker, man. You talking about the one where he banked it off the rim? Yeah, off the backboard. Off the backboard, Bro, yeah. like, like, like Kobe got it, had to take like two or three jump uh, dribbles, and he was about three, four feet away from the And Wade the was on his ass. And Wade was on his ass, mm-hmm. and he just one-footed it. And he made it. And I'm just like, more salt in the wound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it just made me hate him just a little bit much more. I remember that. <laughs> you know? yeah, my, that I remember that. My yeah, favorite that was moment tough. is just... Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't alive or I wasn't watching basketball actively like I am now mm-hmm. then, of course, because I was young. But just seeing him and MJ go against each other, I think it's the All-Star game. And that, it was like that was just something that <laughs> moving forward down the line is like, damn, he went against MJ. Like, <laughs> like he he went against his idol for real. Yeah, and man. like they went yeah. at and like that to me, that's just so iconic because yeah. it's like, you know how people nowadays people will have to do like a, a Photoshop of that. But that actually mm. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like to me that was just like, yeah, that that's just legendary in mm-hmm. itself. That's a good one, yeah. Uh Kyle, where did he he had one I was gonna read. Uh but I can't find it now. Uh he did mention the fourth quarter versus Portland down seventeen, Kobe with the lob to shot. Yep. That's iconic. Yeah, Everybody that's iconic. that. Um I think for me, man, uh mine has to be uh well one of mine is is just the last the last game, man. Like, I know it was 50 shots. Forget all that. <laughs> but if you think of a way that to go out, to go out as yeah. you. Yeah. He went out like Kobe. Like, yeah. if, if you look at those numbers and everything, the whole game, like, that was Kobe. that's yep. Kobe. Yep. And he, he willed that team to victory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit the game winner. Like, when you, when you think about that, like, that is Kobe. That's the epitome of who he is, the mama mentality. And I'm, I'm like FIFO, man. I, I've been off and on with Kobe. Um, and I, I really come to respect him, you know, in the latter parts of his career, in my life. And, um, and once I did and I embraced who he was and I enjoyed the moments that I had with him because I knew the end was near, um, it became that much more enjoyable. And, and I'll never forget that. And that was, was memorable for me. Um, any final thoughts? Wait, somebody answered my question. I think they was referring to my. It was Rolling Young. He said that was Denver's 2008 playoffs game. Two Kobe had 49 points, 10 assists. Mm. I think that was the moment. It sounded like it. Mm. Yeah, and I, th- mm. I want to say they made that the cover of 2K10. Yeah, yep. it, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I recognize it. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, um, before we like, 
Y'all, y'all already know I'm a Trey Young stan, but did you did you see the numbers and the correlations to Kobe? Him and Devin yeah. Booker did that. Yeah, I, you know I sent that one, but just Trey Young's game by itself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he shot 24 times. Obviously, Kobe's number 24. He shot 81 percent from the free throw line. You know what I'm saying? And then this was the first time that anybody, or the first time that anybody scored uh, more than 40 points, taking less than 25 shots against the Wizards since Kobe. Mm-hmm. And he came out to number eight. Yep, and he came out to number eight. Yeah, and that was Gigi's favorite basketball player. Yes, Trey Young. Yes, <laughs> yeah. He said he That's said why he, he that wow. game. He said he got a call from like recently, mm-hmm. saying like, "Hey, bro, young That's, fella." Like, That's why need, they went to that game. They mm-hmm. went to the Brooklyn game to see the Hawks play. Mm-hmm. They need to show respect from Trey, man. Like I know Luca get a lot of love, but they need they do him a brother. Trey, it's just Lucas just on the. Not say he's on another level, but like, damn, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's just we we gonna just say they need to show him some more respect. Luca, bad boy, but they need to show Trey some respect. White Mm -hmm. man can jump too now. (laughs) (laughs) He can't. (laughs) Uh, Final thoughts about Kobe. It could be anything. Uh, Why y'all? I guess why y'all pull y'all together. Um, One other thought: When I was driving here, I was talking to my wife. Uh, My son's nickname is Kobe. <laughs> and it's really interesting how it all came about. It was it, uh, it was just his 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 initials, Kendall Owen Bernard Inch. And oh, wow, um, bro, yeah. And you, so you didn't you didn't realize that? Nope, wow, not man. until he was born, and we just started to kind of play around with it. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, you would you would be Kobe? You're like your nickname would be Kobe?" Because yeah. I had a love hate relationship with with the brother at the time, and uh, all his friends called him Kobe. And when he was at school, he said, "That's all." He's in a uh, middle school. He's in sixth grade. He said that's all everybody, anybody, everybody was talking about, mm. and uh, and his his relationship to Kobe is like, yeah, that's my. He know that as his nickname, like Kobe. Um, so I think, and there's only one person that call him that. Well, outside of his his friends he play online, so I think that that's interesting in that Kobe's legacy, outside of what I've watched and experienced and enjoyed over the years, um will also live on in him just in his nickname alone, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, unplanned. But, you know, I, I welcome it a lot. Like my youngest son is named after Miles Davis, um, which is my favorite jazz player. So, um, so yeah, man, I, I think um, that just speaks to, like, I, I talked to them about that mama mentality mm-hmm. of earning it and being tough. And and overcoming adversity all the time, and um, and I'll, I'll continue to preach that. I like that. That is a lifestyle. That mm-hmm. is a mentality now, and not something that somebody do on the game, man. And it's something that I always say all the time, even with what we're doing here. Uh, I always tell people you got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You got to put in the work, and that's what Kobe Bryant did. That that was what I love and respect about him most is that he put in the work. Yeah, it was God given. But he had to put in the work to manifest it. Yes. And, you know, spending all day, you know, here yesterday from 9 to 9, you know, is part of that, whether I planned it or not. But um, I come from a hardworking, you know, family, military background, and I embody that, whether intentionally or not. And I encourage everybody, I hope you guys adopt that mindset as well, because nothing will be given to you. You That's have it. to earn it. That's it. No, shut up. For me, um, like I said, watching him talk to his daughter, it it hit me. And this before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Even like I said, it was it was funny because she had on that little scully, and I was sending it to my daughter because I had bought her a scully and she didn't want to wear. It. And I was like, look, 
where Scully would still be cool because she's like, <laughs> But mm. watching him talk to his daughter, I saw something bigger than, you know, everybody's like, oh, he's schooling on the game. He's schooling. He wasn't just schooling her on the oh, game. Yes. He was teaching her life. Yes. He was Bonding. teaching her life. And not only was he teaching her, he was teaching me, other dads that was paying attention to that. Because I know I wasn't the only one watching. I wasn't the only one that caught that moment. So I think it was for a purpose that all of this is happening. I don't think, I don't think it's an accident. And we got something from him that, like you said, we got, A, we got the mama mentality. You can teach that to your kids any day. Look, if you want something, this is how hard you got to work to get it because you might not have the height. You know, you ain't 6'6". So if you want to be a basketball player, you got to work this hard at least to be on be, be on the squad. We ain't talking about being an all-star. We talking about to make it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that mentality you can teach your kids. Plus, it taught me as an adult. This is the type of influence and impact I need to have on my child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, that's that's that was my takeaway from it. That so anytime I watch that video, I see something different. And like I said, I see him instructing her, but to me, that's life lessons. That's not basketball. And even if he was teaching her basketball, it applies. Yeah, knowing Kobe, he meant something behind it, and that's what I got from it. That's weird, man. Like I keep agreeing with you on certain things, and I think it's mm-hmm. because we have that that uh, father daughter thing going on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I shadow saying sentiments or whatever. I mean, like again, y'all already know I'm already like that with my daughter. Like whatever mm-hmm. she want to do, would pursue, I'm behind her 100. percent You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so so I guess it just extends further than that now for me. Like it just comes to. It just makes me, it puts me in a different mindset. I'm already a super positive guy, but now it's like, you know, it makes me love you guys more. It makes me want to push you guys more. And like, it just, it just motivates me to do be ultimate ride. I'm already ride. Y'all know how I am. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It just makes me want to do that even more so now without complaints. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me want to have more conversations with Ken. It makes me want to love on this dude a little bit more, figure out what's going on with him and his situations and just be there by his side. You, I, I, like, I appreciate you coming on and, and embracing Dead End and, and like, being part of the family. I just told Naomi this the other day, like, man, it's, it's amazing how Nick came in and he's just, like, part of the family now. He's, like, an honorary member of Dead End. It just makes me love the people around me more mm-hmm. and, and show that, you know, we don't have, you know, it could be gone any minute. Mm. You know, and we just gotta, you know, love each other, man. We gotta hold each other tighter. We gotta, we can't be afraid to show emotions. Yeah, can't be afraid to tackle, you know, hard conversations, and just, you know, just be the best person. Elevate each other. You know what I'm saying? Just be the best person you can be. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just makes me love, want to love more on mm-hmm. people in general, not just my family, just people that I'm close to, people that you know I've, I've impacted. It just makes me want to do that more. Right. And that's what I've been taking away from this more so than anything mm-hmm. as I process it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my, my son, man, he don't even uh, he don't even realize how much I'm about to be loving on him. And I'll be <laughs> kissing on him. Like, like before I had him, I didn't even think I would do be that way with my son. Yeah. I knew I would be that way. I was with my daughter, but I, I didn't think I would be that way with him. And I'm mm-hmm. just going to be like that even more so now. Right. So, yeah, man, I'm just, you know just trying to do the most I can do while I'm here and impact as many people as I can, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, just try to make people happy, you know? So, you know, that's my last words with, you know, with Kobe, you know, obviously prayers and, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family, his, mm-hmm. his wife, 
as they deal with this, his family. Um, I can just only imagine what they're going through, but, you know, just trying to put a positive spin on it as as I can, that's what I'm taking away from it. Right. Uh, for me, um, I, I'm not a father. I'm, you know, I don't have a wife or nothing like that. So y'all related to it on a very deep level. But for me, just taking it for as the man that he was, it was more about like what kind of going off of what Ken's point is, like to be respected so much that it's confused as fear. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people say mama mentality or people felt like it was like they were scared. It was just like, nah, I have, I know this person works so hard at his craft, harder than me, maybe even harder than some of the legends right. that I got to step my game up. And, and, and am I ready to even do that in this moment? And again, going off that point, it's just like leveling up and always thinking you could be better. Like Kobe could have, Kobe could have stopped doing, you know, involving, evolving as a man, as a person, as a basketball player, after the first couple championships or whatever, you know, he could have just mm-hmm. stuck who, to who he was, but he always kept working on himself, working on his game and passing that knowledge to other people. And that's kind of like the thing, the sentiments that I'm taking away from is that you can always be better. and You can always influence other people to be better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's again, on top of that, of course, thoughts and prayers to his family, but yeah, that's the main takeaway that I'm taking from him. Right. So for me, um, you know, Man, I, I'm not even gonna lie, man. In the, in the last two years, I, I felt that I've lost a lot of people, um, directly and indirectly, that have impacted me, and um, it, it, it's had me in this weird place. You know what I'm saying? Even with my own um situation that happened last year, you know, with back to back accidents, started really making me evaluate like what's important. You know, because I, I as bad as those accidents were, like I, I possibly could not have could not be here right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be up there, you know, dapping it up with nipping big and Kobe now, you know, but um, I think, I think the biggest takeaway um, or it just reinforces this mentality for me is, is kind of like I deal with a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Obviously the dead end family, my own family podcast that, you know, now I'm involved with, which is a whole bunch of different casts. And a lot of times I hear people about what they want to do. You know, instead of doing and living what you want to do, I, I feel and and I do it myself as well. I think as humans, we do that. But when you look at these people that became great, it's because they wanted to and they manifested that those things and nothing was going to stop them from doing what they wanted to do. So that's why I always tell everybody, man, live your life. Like if it's something that you feel that's going to make you happy, by all means, do it. You know, obviously, we got to encompass family and other people as well. But if there is something that you want to do, do not make an excuse for it. Just do it, you know, and, and I'll give a, a, um, a personal example. You know, like I've had conversations with, with Ken, cause me and Ken always be at the damn studio doing something, <laughs> um, him way more than me. But, you know, I was like last year, I was like, look, man, you know, we've been doing this dead end thing a very long time. And for me, I love it. I'll never stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? But I want to get creative behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't just say that. I was like, okay, well, let me learn how to edit podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Let me learn how to do this. And I I, I feel empowered by being able to give Hmm. people platforms. You know what I'm saying? And, and, And being consistent with it. And if you look at what Nipsey, you know, what he said, he was like, you know, the only distinguishing quality with him is that he never gave up. When you look at Kobe and what his message is, is like work harder than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Williams had um, a, a story when he said that they were playing the Lakers and he went out there two hours before the game 
and Kobe was already sweating and he was doing basketball like in-game moves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Had a full sweat on. And he worked out for about an hour, hour 15 and he was packing up and Kobe was still going. And he was like, how is he going to have energy to play? And he dropped 45 on the head. You know what I'm saying? So what did you j- say after that though? You remember, did he, did you go further than that? What? He was like, um, he asked him afterwards after the game was over mm-hmm. and, they, and he spanked him. And he beat yep, him. Yep. He said, uh, he said, yo, why, why, why did you stay in the gym that long? He said, I saw you walk in. Mm-hmm. He's like, I saw you walk in. <laughs> You're not going to work me. You're not going to work me. Yep. Mama I was telling that's Mamba mentality. That's insane almost. That's yeah. almost, that's not, that's it is, insane. It is insane. I told y'all, delusional. That's, that's yes. insane. Yeah. He saw that man walk in, and, and, and mind you, he has a game he has to play. Yeah. But just to show him that, I, I'm going to show you that I see that you came here mm-hmm. two hours early to get some workout in. I know you see me already working, but I'm going to stay here until you leave. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, that, that goes back to like Mike Tyson where, as soon as you step in the ring, you're already defeated. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you like, like because just think about Jay Williams in that moment. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he's not going to have all of this. And then you surprise the hell out of him and like, bro, I'm ready for your neck. <laughs> you know, so so all of that to say, man, that, um, you know, if there's something out there, don't let nobody stop you. Don't let anything stop you, especially yourself. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's the main thing that I always see when I interact with people is that people stop themselves from being great. And you can't do that. You 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 mm-hmm. you gotta get out of your own way and be great because yeah. everybody has a lane or something that they can be great in, and just go ahead and do it. Um, be called in. You know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that he uh, he wasn't able to uh, to to join us earlier, but he and I'm glad he called in, man, because. It just wouldn't have been right without you, brother, man. <laughs> like your words on, on Kobe Bryant. BC Brian, Phone so, 30. So uh, you I remember gotta, that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anybody yeah, so, know that? That's the throwback. Yeah, so I got him on the phone. I'm going to put you down. I'm going to put you uh, right here by the by the mic. So go ahead, brother. All right. Yeah. So, of course, I got to speak on, uh, you know, recipes, Kobe Bryant. I, the news, it, it, shit, it shit took me off guard, too. I remember I was texting Rod. I texted Rod first, and then I hit him up. <laughs> And then um, my dad was calling me. Then mm-hmm. I, I was calling my boy Meet Your Mike because they like they probably just as big, if not bigger, fans of Kobe than Rod was. Like like I knew three diehard Kobe fans, and them three was them three dudes. Make sure the dudes I made sure I hit up when it happened. And um, yeah, man, it, it was crazy, man. Like as a as a basketball fan, I, you know, of course I couldn't stand Kobe Bryant, and that's just the rival because teams and all that shit. And it's like, damn, Kobe is so fucking good. Same way as Jordan. I mean, I just couldn't stand him because he was just so fucking good. But I, but as a as someone that's a basketball fiend, a junkie like myself, oh, I appreciate the hell out of Kobe. I appreciate everything that he's done for the game of basketball. I appreciate his basketball genes and his. I don't think we've we've seen a basketball mind like Kobe before, man. Like the fact that he is so detailed in the way he approached the game, the way he plays the game, the way he executes. Like this, that shit is like unheard of, man. Like. You know, I've never seen no one like that. I think, it, and I think one of y'all probably said it. I'm pretty sure y'all probably said it in the, in the podcast, but like, we've, we've never seen no one like that since since a Jordan. I mean, he's pretty much like a blueprint of a Jordan, but it's like Kobe is like this new era of like Coogee rap where he got so many babies, like DeMarc and Rosen. I mean, so many babies that Kobe has has uh, generated throughout this last you know 15 or 20 years. Which is crazy, and it's like I remember him being drafted. I was a freshman in high school, playing AAU ball. Like 
I remember being excited about that 96 draft class and not even knowing that Kobe was going to – I didn't even know Kobe was going to try to be the player that he was because he he started in the mud. Like, he started in the dirt. He didn't come in like the man like Magic or like Kareem and, and like LeBron or whatever. Like, he didn't come being that number one dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, he came – he was like the six or seven guy, you know what I'm saying, o- o- on the team. So Kobe like, really had to work his way up. And then once he got that first championship – and it was just like you just start, you just started seeing his game just elevating, taking it a whole other level. Especially him playing against Jordan and asking Jordan for some pointers, how to do this, how to do a certain move, how to separate the player, and all that stuff. Like I think that shit was crazy. Like, and then to be honest with you, like besides some of my best best friends I played ball with, Kobe was the reason why I like wanted to post up more. Like I was really never like a big post up player until like maybe I got into like my early to mid twenties because like I was always a speedy guy. So, like, even just seeing Kobe's approach, just how he posts up smaller guards, just posts up other guards, that shit inspired me to post up more. I mean, I'm pretty sure Rod and Ralph would tell you that I'm like that. So, it's like, that shit's crazy, man. Like, it's amazing how, like, as much as I couldn't stand Kobe, you know, just as a basketball fan, watching him going against teams that I like or going against my Pistons, he's like another player that inspired me to play a certain type of way, which is like crazy. Like, I'd have never thought that in a million years. Now that I look back, like, damn, Kobe inspired me to play a particular way that I never thought I would play like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, just like, yeah, my heart really goes out to the to the wife and, and the other, and his other daughters and stuff, and I just can't even imagine what, what was happening moments before, you know, that helicopter went down, because I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just started just thinking about his family and everybody, man, like, I just, I just can't believe this, man. Like, it still feels weird. Like, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm still at work now, but like just being at work earlier today when people was in the building, I'm just, everybody was just like, man, like something just don't feel right. It just feels weird. I'm like, yeah, man, that, yeah. that, that death still hits me, man. That shit, that shit, that shit hurts. That shit hurts, man. As, as a basketball love, someone that loves basketball his whole life like that, yeah, this, this shit hurts. This, this one definitely hurts. I was just like, golly. So yeah, I just don't know. I made sure I had to hit up the three dudes who I knew. <laughs> like crazy Kobe fanatic, so I was just like, "Damn!" Because when I saw that shit, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was—it was like that moment. I remember Ryan said this when Trump got elected for mm. president. It was like it was like a feeling. I had a feeling in my stomach, like, "Damn, is this shit for real?" Like, so yeah, man, it, this this is crazy. This is this shit is still crazy, but yeah, man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, man. Like he's he will be missed. I hope. I hope the NBA do some great things to, to you know, to, to yeah. show memory and love of Kobe because, yeah, this we, we definitely lost one. We lost, we lost one, man, too early. Way too yes. early. Shit, him and LeBron supposed to be fucking 85 years old going to the NBA Finals and shit. You know what I'm saying? Sitting courtside at the NBA Finals. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's even crazier that his last tweet was to congratulate LeBron. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For him, for him passing the, the, po- the total points record or whatever, being third nine. It, that, that was his last word. I'm really so so glad you were able to call in, man. It wouldn't have felt right, man. <laughs> We've been doing this show for so long, man. Like, yeah, for you to yeah, not have, yeah, I was kind of missing. I had to, uh, you know, untimely stay at work a little bit late, but you know, yeah, we 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 needed we needed we needed your voice, man, for sure, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, I know I know y'all probably wrapping up, but y'all wish I could say more, but y'all just I had to call in to say my. Piece. And my favorite Kobe moment 
Um, one is petty, all right. One, I got two. I got a couple <laughs> of favorite Kobe moments. Okay, first one is a petty moment. All right, the petty moment is when he shot like damn near thirty percent in the uh, game three of the two thousand four finals when 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 my Pistons beat him. And then another moment. Whatever, B. That's the petty one. That's the petty moment. That's the petty moment. The great moment. Is when when he prevailed when him and T Mac was going at it, man. Oh, like, that's, yeah. like, that was a, this was like a, a two thousand and two match about three, and they I just was, it on YouTube. And him and this was prime T Mac, and I ain't gonna never forget. This was this this was my favorite moment. T Mac had been like a like a like a like a kind of like a Kim Elijah post up mid range shot on him and made Kobe mm-hmm. kind of like fall. Kobe got the ball right back. They were going back. got the ball right back because they both were checking each other. Got the ball right back. He went baseline. Went up, went up over a T-Mac, dunked it, and then smacked it back for it, and he was yelling. I got so fucking hyped. I get hyped every time I see that shit, man. And that, it's on YouTube. I just watched it's it on YouTube. on YouTube. I just watched it crazy, last man. week. Man, that shit, I just watched that it. shit give me... No lie. That shit give me hype so every fucking time. Every time I see that shit, man, he came right back, right back at T-Mac, like how a, play, like how a goat's supposed to do it, yeah. man. Like, if a dude come bust your ass, Kobe was like, all right, give me the ball back. Mm-hmm. When, when baseline... Starting the wing went baseline and dunked that bitch and smacked the backboard. Oh, that shit just fucking gets every <laughs> fucking time. And um, well, oh yeah, another moment is when he crossed over. He played against the Clippers and he he like posterized Oliver Candy, Michael Oliver Candy. That's like one of my <laughs> other favorite moments. Ended his career with that. Be coming with the man, gym. Ended his career. He was man. done like, after ended that. his career with he that. Was done shit. After so, do my my favorite Kobe moments right there. Like I said, I had a petty one. He's a pedia, man. One, definitely some great moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey man, keep it petty, man. We like that. This show is <laughs> hey, is real, man. It is Kobe, what it is. Kobe will respect I mean, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah we yeah, not, yeah. you know. I mean, they was, yeah, that, like, that was the. I mean, he, that was the only time in my in my whole time watching Kobe that he showed a little bit of kryptonite, a little bit when he went against my Pistons. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, B, I'm with you on that one. Hey, we started static. <laughs> 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 because our, our defense was so tight. Like, All right, man, we crazy. know, we know, B. <laughs> You know we talked about this. Yeah, I'm listening. I know. know. I'm listening. And it's funny. It's funny because that that was the year before I. That was I I had moved down here that year. That was right before I had been robbed. I told I used to always turn around like, man, you lucky you didn't know me during this damn (laughs) final. Because you know I gave Meech and Mike. I gave them niggas hell. I gave them niggas so much hell. Man, I was literally sick. We had that shit in the bag, man. Man, everybody thought they had that shit in the bag. And then after game one, I remember going over Meach's crib like, y'all niggas in trouble. I remember that, I remember that fucking moment. Like, y'all niggas in trouble now. Nah. And them niggas weren't saying wow. nothing. They was quiet as hell. They, was hell like, yeah. just, they were like, it's just game one, man. It's just game one. I'm like, nah, y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble. Yeah. Man. I kind of saw it early, too. I was like, fuck, man. What the I think hell? they did, too. They yeah. didn't want to say nothing. But I was like, yeah, man. But, yeah, all right, man. Y'all go, y'all go ahead and finish up, man. I know y'all about to. Get up out of here pretty soon, too. All right, man. All right. Peace. That just reminded me, Kobe stopped Melo from getting to the NBA Finals <laughs> in 2009. <laughs> I was like, ain't that better, bitch. Yeah. But no, nah, shout out All to All right. Um, yeah. Mike? So, uh, I saw some, some people saying um, to read LeBron something he posted. Yes, yes, I did see that. So, okay. we, And we're going to close out the, the show with that. So I'm going to read LeBron's uh, Instagram post uh, that people, he, he finally posted about it. So, um. So yeah, he says, uh, "I'm not ready, but here I go, man. I sit, I sitting here, trying to write something for this post, but every time I try, I begin crying again. Just thinking about you, niece Gigi, and the friendship, bond, brotherhood we had. I literally just heard your voice Sunday morning before I left Philly to head back to LA. Didn't think for one bit in a million years 
that would be the last conversation we had. WTF. I'm heartbroken and devastated, my brother. Uh, heart emojis, uh, well, and a sad face emoji. Man, I love you, bit bro. My heart goes to Vanessa and the kids. I promise you I'll continue your legacy, man. You mean so much to us all here, especially Laker Nation, and it's my responsibility to put this shit on my back and keep it going. Please give me the strength from the heavens above and watch over me. I got us here. There's so much more I want to say, but just can't right now because I can't get through it. Until until we meet again, my brother, Mama for life, GT for life. What can I say? Mamba out.